Almost thank you for coming in, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Tommy. So you're actually from the Dominican Republic. That's right. That's when, right. When did you come over here? I was born in the Dominican Republic in 1990, and I was living in the U.S. in 1999. So, so you came over when you were nine. Did you come right to Florida? Right to Florida, yeah. And then you went to school here, and then you go to college, right? And you originally went for a bachelor's in religion. That's right, yeah, from University of Florida. <laughs> Congratulations. Gators. <laughs> Gators guy. The Gators. Yeah, so in 2016, I graduated, and then uh, almost a few months after that, I went to go see Dr. Savi in Honduras after graduating. Now, at that time, when you came over, and you know, you're from Dominican Republic, you're coming over here, was it tough coming from the Dominican and then fitting in over here, getting into school, or did you really have to work? harder than the normal person to get where you wanted to be it's interesting and it, it definitely is a theme that plays you know an active role even today i love florida i love miami and i did take time to adjust you know the tropical climate of dominican republic is very unique and i think that florida in the u.s is the closest you know, so I was actually I was looking years ago to move to the Dominican because my cousin, he went out to the Dominican, met a girl, got married. Dude, he got a house that here would probably be 500K, cost 30 grand. Beautiful house. And I was really debating moving over there. I mean, yeah, it's beautiful. You ever see the houses over there? Oh, yeah. 30 grand. You can get half a million dollar house well, like compared to here well, yeah but, yeah definitely i mean what would be multiple millions of dollars here would be less than a million over there for sure and depends on the right market and the place that you get it no doubt and they've become more modernized now right that's correct they're yeah. building all kinds of stuff yeah so my father he has his own engineering company in dominican republic so i'm well versed in this topic for sure there's a lot of development a lot of european investment there and it's a booming area, a booming country in a lot of ways. Tourism, wellness even as well, right? Being my industry, my field and, you know, my company's business and wellness. I know that there's a lot of movement, a lot of changes happening. And actually, this is not new to Dominican Republic. A lot of South American, Latin American countries are progressing in a lot of important ways. And... Particularly, I started to notice this in the health restaurants because in Miami, in the beginning when I started my wellness journey, things weren't as easy as it is. And now you would be surprised, top chefs with wellness restaurants, you know, healthy food, and it's a worldwide phenomenon, I think, yeah. And you know where else it's really big is Colombia. We had a guy in. Uh, and he was actually in Colombia, one of mm. the only Zooms I ever did because I hate Zoom, but he was in Colombia. And mm. and off camera when we had talked, that they're all in Colombia, the, the wellness is a huge thing, or the natural remedies more so. Right. And Rather than pills and all that other stuff, they're really more advanced than here as far as use in Colombia and obviously uh, you know other countries. We're like behind in all this. Now, mm. why do you think we're so behind with the natural remedies? Do you think it's big pharma block and everything? Or or why now are we making this something 
whereas other countries did this 10 years ago, 20 years ago, some 100 years ago. Right, right. I think everything has cycles. So you see things come back and, you know, get out of style. I think uh, I'm being general here because I ultimately have a lot of opinions about this and how we view the world. Uh, You know, even with just saying that um, traditional medicine is chemical medicine when actually traditional medicine is more than natural medicine. It's been more of a part of our history as society, as civilization, than what is happening now. There's a lot of things that have changed and a lot of interest, a lot of ways that we look into products and marketing. And there's a lot to consider. It's overwhelming, right? With all these commercials and, you know, they're talking a million miles an hour about the side effects of this, this, this. And then, you know, there's also side effects of natural stuff too. Um, It's really fascinating when you look into ethno, you know, botany and then also the way that we are extracting compounds from plants regularly to create different types of products. And, uh, you know, there's a lot to learn. And even my teachers, well advanced, they knew this. And what I am looking forward to doing now is being part of the new cycle, right? Going forward, a lot of people realizing, and, you know, this naturally happens in any market, right? There's there's things that, you know, trend up and then maybe shift uh, for whatever reason for convenience or, uh, you know, look at DVD players, right? You know, we don't have that anymore. Cassette players, you know, we don't have that anymore. There's always different demands that the market makes in all industries. And I think that now wellness is that thing where people are realizing that, you know, we want to look younger, we want to look better, and we want to live a high quality life. And when it comes to a lot of things, we can do that with our lifestyle, for sure. So it's kind of like the cycle of evolution. It just, it keeps evolving. And then it it comes back around. It always does. You know, even if you would take it to like the ice age, we've had two, three ice ages, you know, nobody knows exactly. But you have one, boom, wax us out. Boom, another one. Not like another one isn't going to come. You know what I mean? It, it's just it, it constantly evolves. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what you're saying with this is that like right now is the new cycle of the healing and, and the health. The problem I think a lot of people have is when when something like this gets popular, then all these companies that have no idea what they're doing, they jump on the bandwagon. Then you go into like Whole Foods and you have an aisle of BS that you have no idea what's what, no idea what's in it, right. what do you pick? Yeah, this is like- brought to you by Let's Get Checked. I want to talk to you guys out there who are putting all the time into the gym but aren't getting the results you want. Your lack of commitment isn't an issue. You're lifting multiple times a week, alternating between arms, legs, chest, and back like you should but aren't seeing gains. Before you think about a new supplement, diet, or routine, I want to talk to you about your testosterone. Low testosterone can cause you to lose muscle mass and can increase your body fat, basically cancel out your gains. And yes, low testosterone is more common the older you get, but it can affect men at any age. Plus, you also have a hormone called SHGB that is responsible for carrying your testosterone through your bloodstream. If your SHGB is low, you can have normal testosterone levels, but still feel the effects of low T. So let's talk about today's sponsor. Let's get checked. They're worldwide leader in at-home testing kits, and their male hormone test lets you easily test your hormone levels at home. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in a discreet packaging with next-day delivery. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available from your secure account within two to five days. 
These results are reviewed by a clinician and a member of Let's Get Checked nursing team may call you to review your results. Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which is the highest level of accreditation. So if you want to test your hormone levels without having to leave your home, visit trylgc.com backslash MSCS. Special offer for MSCS media viewers. Use promo code MSCS to get 30% off your test. The link is in the description below at the top. This podcast is brought to you by Monster Energy. Tear into a can of the meanest energy drink on the planet, Monster Energy. It's the ideal combo of the right ingredients in the right proportion to deliver a big bad buzz that only Monster can. Monster packs a powerful punch, has a smooth, easy drinking flavor. Athletes, musicians, co-eds, road warriors, metalheads, geeks, hipsters, and bikers dig it. You will too. Monster Energy is more than just the green OG. Monster has Monster Ultra, Juice Monster, Monster Hydro, Rehab Monster, Dragon Tea, Monster Max, Muscle Monster, and many more. Buy on Amazon, buy on Walmart, or go to monsterenergy.com and believe me, you'll find a place. Unleash the beast. Monster Energy. Famous reggae band that I, that I love. It says, uh, you know, you destroy the blueprint so no one can see who is the original and who is the copy. And I think that this is actually what's happening now. Like there's all these wellness programs. You don't really know uh, what people's interests are in it. You're right. There's huge corporations right now capitalizing on wellness. Is it a good thing? I mean, I love going to every city and seeing a Whole Foods and I know exactly what I'm going to get. I think there are really positive sides to all these things. But ultimately, it, there's also a lot of fluff in everything, in every industry. And I think right now what I want to be a part of is is letting people know what I've learned uh, throughout the years and I mean for for listeners you know right now tuning in I want to thank them and thank you for having me by the way sure thank but, you Tom. yeah for those that don't know who I am my name is Tommy Lockwood and I'm the CEO of Sunnery Wellness plant-based supplements and I run detox programs wellness programs around the world with you know retreats and basically products that manage people's journey through the natural way of recovering, whether it's through skin issues or, you know, any kind of chronic imba imbalances that we have. And a lot of people don't know that we can fix these with minerals. Um, I'm a certified nutritionist from Hippocrates Institute. I'm not sure if you heard of it. It's here in mm -hmm. West Palm. And they promote similar things to Dr. Sebi's methods, which is why I was attracted to them. And after Sebi passed, I felt like it like it was a proper thing for me to do to keep expanding my knowledge with everything. And I've learned and studied the wellness industry and you know, there's so much to it. There's there's you know, so many methods of natural healing. I mean, you have ancient schools from China, from India, all having their methods, all having their ways of doing things. What is so special about Sunray Wellness and Dr. Sebi is the alkaline knowledge that has come through that. And there's very peculiar things that Dr. Sebi put forward in his research. And, um, you know, so that's that's me with Dr. Sebi, right, in 2016. Mm -hmm. And um, essentially, I was doing a liquid fast when I met him. And, you know, he was alive and well, expanding his territory. I got to interview him. And I got to enjoy his presence. And he was a big part of what I do now. And, and all my products I have, 
the reverence to all my teachers. So he's the most famous one. And I know that a lot of people want to know about him and my, my connection with him. But prior to meeting Dr. Sabi, I had to work with an herbalist for about five years, working through my own health issues. And then... Yeah, with your own health issues. Because mm-hmm. you go to you go and get an associate's degree in film school, right, right. to be a, in film. Mm-hmm. Then you're working at a radio station as That's an assistant right. producer. What all goes into that? <laughs> like, what do you do as an assistant producer at, at a radio station? Yeah, so I guess... I'm just curious how it builds up to where you're at. You know, like, you're working at a radio station, next thing you know, you're healing, you know? Yeah, I think it's an interesting topic. So I have degrees in, in technical things, so film production, you know, I studied theology, religion, and the science of it, how it affects society. And I like that because I wanted to mix both together. But I've always been you know, an artist at heart dealing with media and recording. So I, I've been a musician, you know, since I was 15 and, you know, we'll get to that part uh, when we showcase some of the stuff that I've been working on. But I think that uh, my mom was uh, launching herself with her partner and who always been in radio. And I graduated university with, with that degree of liberal arts science and, I wanted to help my mom, so I became her producer instead, and that's how I started working. So I didn't do anything related to spirituality, rather in my my own... But now at this point, when you're at the radio station, are you thinking about healing, spirituality? Are you thinking anything like that at this point? Well, at that point in time, I think that I was not realizing how valuable my experiences were and that's how I started to to, to see it because as a associate producer of this radio station I said what the heck I'm going to start my own wellness podcast so now, I started what was to it interview that made you people. want to start that though what what clicked it you were like right. I want to get into this wellness that like what was it like <laughs> was something had to have happened you had the rash right you had the skin irritation your mm-hmm. eyes was it that that jump started that kicked it that was like I want to do this. This is going to be my thing. What was it that took you from film, musician, you know, things like that to, I want to get into wellness all the way. Right. I think to answer the question about the podcast, it was exposure. I think just being that the fact that I could do it, it was easy. And it got me to meet the best people in my community in wellness. So I started to not only after Dr. Savy passed, being one of the top wellness practitioners in the world to me, uh, I got to meet a bunch of people, successful wellness entrepreneurs and, you know, yoga instructors, uh, ayahuasca shamans, like all this started to go. And then from there, all their other paths in the wellness industry started to open up for me. So I started to see that I could start my own wellness business, that people that didn't have the experience that I had were starting companies with products right so that that's a big thing and people were asking me tommy like you met dr savi like how do you do this how do you heal from chronic inflammation in my ankles like how do you heal from you know a urinary tract infection like tell me tommy you met dr savi etc so i feel like people were just pushing me because i had other wellness sorry other professional pursuits that i wanted to do so i want to do documentary films that i kind of wanted to go that route I never thought that I would be an herbalist, but <laughs> the thought of, of 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 that now, it's like, whoa, I had all the things lined up to be an herbalist because I met the best. And Dr. Sabi wasn't the only one. You know, there were there were others who came even after that 
just looked at me and just said, yeah, you know, I want to teach you and I like this, how you do this. And I became a student of life and nature. And I think that that's, uh, you know, that's really the, the part of it. And a lot of things weren't, weren't in my control. I believe me, I, I was, I graduated summa cum laude in university of Florida. It's a, it's a big deal. And being well-versed in film production and other things, I was, I was set to get jobs in the media industry and, and you know, but doors were shutting down those doors shut and it was sort of like this you know path of least resistance where i just like all right i'm gonna do this and that's how i met you know all of my closest friends right now by by launching myself into what what was in 2019 was my first plant medicine retreat so people came from all over the world ecuador Texas came from Curacao. Wow. Tyler came from Palm Beach all the way to Miami and and you know I had a group of people that were just, you know, really really hungry for this. And then when you see that it has to click in your head like, wow, people came. I I have something here. Right. And you love it. So yeah. the, so the getting into all this was kind of just natural. You know, you were going for film, the doors were closing and then you just naturally merged into this found your love then you have the retreat people show up and that just gives you the sign like right okay i have something here on top of everybody asking you what they should do with their own company right (laughs) (laughs) now dr sabi you know the guy doesn't get enough credit because the average person you google him all you see is him and nipsey hustle now why would anybody want to kill either of them let's just pretend that it's connected right we don't know let's just pretend let's say there's a connection why would somebody want to take out Nipsey Hussle about doing a documentary on Dr. Sebi? Big Pharma? I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. You know, why would you take them both out? Why would there be some type of connection that may have led to that? The only thing I can think of would be Big Pharma. Mm. We can only speculate so much. I think it's an important question. I bet a lot of people are asking this in their minds. And when they see this, you know, um, I'm sure people will react. When I was with Dr. Sebi, I was exposed to a lot of things. My relationship with him was very special because I first came as an attendee. Then I got a meeting with him and then he kept inviting me back to his house. I interviewed him. So I got my camera equipment that I brought and I said, Dr. Sebi, let me interview in interview you in Spanish. And so in my YouTube channel, I do have a Spanish interview with him. It's not, it's not uh, subtitled in English though. But I do have some clips that are subtitled. And um, after that, my relationship with him opened up, and I was then sitting with him and close people around him, and I saw a lot of things. To respect his life and legacy, I, I you know, I was bummed out, of course, because Doctor Sebi said to me, "Tommy, I want to work with you." You know, I want to involve you what we call the bilingual project. And Dr. Sebi wanted to do centers around different places. One of them he wanted to do in Florida. So I said, Dr. Sebi, I live in Miami, as you know, because we were the first time we sat down and talked. He was so excited to learn that I was from Miami. So he was like, oh, I lived in Miami. Like, you got to do this. It's all recorded. You know, it's really yeah. exciting because he, he was all about it. 
So I think that that really developed a friendship with me, and I saw a lot of things that didn't sit well with me towards the end of me, you know, because I I spent time with him, you know, the last six months of his life. Like I I got to see what was around right at the end almost, and there's a lot of、uh, things with this. I, I will say this. Doctor Sebi told me personally that he wanted to go to this island to buy a house to invest in a property, and、uh, you know he flew right. He was going to the airport and he was essentially detained because he was carrying a lot of cash. But with that kind of stuff, you you should just get a penalty, whatever.、Yeah. So、um, you know money that you pay. But he was held captive and then he just passed away. So no, there's a lot of.、Oh, wow. Mystery to the way that this happened, and I have my own opinions, but I like to keep them reserved. Sure. Just,、uh, just to say that Nipsey Hussle, you know, was also involved. A lot of people in the black community were were affected by this man who did a lot of amazing things. He was incredible. So, you know, there's a lot of controversy with it. I'm sure.、Um, I don't even I don't know Nipsey Hussle that well. I I, I wasn't a fan of his music too much、um, to say that I knew who he was. A lot of people respect him as a wise individual. I don't know if he was involved with other types of things that would cause someone to hate him and you know shoot him and, and whatever you know whatever happened that tragic moment definitely left a mark in in the world and I think Dr. Sebi as well. Uh, you know, and there's a lot of healers, herbalists, and natural paths that have mysterious,、uh, you know, exit strategies. I guess uh, <laughs> uh, from the planet, but I, I think that, you know, all we can do is、um, is is grow up, all of us, and implement the things that he taught, and you know, look at it as、um, as a contribution to humanity. I feel like a lot of people in the You know, black community, African community. You know, they they view it a particular way. I feel like other people of different ethnicities, they feel like Dr. Sebi's methods、uh, may not apply to them just because, you know, he was so focused on you know the African bio mineral balance and you know X Y Z. But that's why meeting him was so important to me, because I made my own opinions of him and who he was, and he really loved all people. Doctor Sebi loved all people. Yeah, and that's probably why you're able to excel so well because you you have the ability to make your own opinion. No matter what somebody tells you, you make your own opinion, just like you did with Sebi. Like I'm sure you did with Tyler and anybody else, you know. And when you do that, then you can really get the most out of somebody if there's somebody like he was. I just hate how when you do research, Doctor Sebi, <laughs> he's a lot more than just the guy that you know Nipsey Hussle was going to do a documentary on. There's a lot more, and I'm sure Nipsey also had his own problems with whatever he was doing. It's just it could have been a coincidence, but it just seems really odd that、mm-hmm. they both die around the same time. He decides to do a documentary on them because Nipsey got out of that rap game, and I think he started to get into the spiritual a lot personally. I think there was someone in his family, and and he used one of the methods. His mom,、uh, is, is that what it was? His, his mom? mom, yeah. And then then he went on that. That you know, going down like a wormhole, you know,、mm-hmm. where figure it all out, and who who's at the top or the most famous, Davy, you know, right? Yeah, but that, but I'm my whole point of asking and kind of dwelling on that is just 
to bring light to him that there's a lot more than just Nipsey Hussle, you know? For sure, for sure. I mean, everything has a reason to exist, and I think that his uh, coincidence led to people investigating and, you know... Which what, is a good thing in it's a, a way. Good, it's a good thing. You know, yeah. It's a good thing when people, you know, but it's, you know, stepping out of that arena, like like I shared in the beginning, it's... Uh, an inevitable force unstoppable you know in peru there's vegan restaurants uh, restaurants that are aimed at wellness being or, or like a lifestyle being a way of of medicine uh, i think that that's the future and everybody knows it and it, it's it's going to be unstoppable and the, you know the more people embrace it the more people open restaurants the more people you know leave their 95s to you know, to teach, it doesn't even have to be anything related to this. You know, it could be uh, anybody doing their passion. I feel like as a whole, we're going to keep changing as a human society, you know, and the alkaline legacy that Dr. Sebi left is, is very powerful. And I know a lot of people don't understand it too well, which is why I've written books on this. So that way people can understand it the easiest. Um, yeah. Pull up his book, please. I think it's tab two or three. Yep. <laughs> now, when you now, like when I think of uh, alkaline, right? Mm-hmm. Or and I would probably say ninety percent of people when you hear alkaline, I think of alkaline water, right? So what is what is alkaline? When I say alkaline to you, what is you, what do you think? The first thing I think of is Alka Seltzer. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, yeah, Alka Seltzer. No, but I I just it stuck in my head when they started coming out with the alkaline water. Right, it was like five ninety nine a bottle, and who knows if it's ac- actually alkaline <laughs> yeah, water? You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so the reason why I mentioned Alka Seltzer is because in Dominican Republic, I, you know, this is a big thing. So you know, the word Alka is in the the whole product, and it's it's a tablet. You put it on on water, it bubbles up, mm-hmm. and it gets your body alkaline if you've eaten too much acidic stuff and they use it as a relief strategy right like a 911 break the glass in case of emergency <laughs> type of thing yeah. and uh you know it's it's essentially baking soda and it's not the best way to alkaline the body and a lot of water companies if water has ingredients it's not you know alkaline water how it should be um so that's that's that would be my opinion on it the so wait, are they actually putting like an Alka Seltzer in in the water and well, calling it, it alkaline? The the Alka Seltzer product is is a you know part of its active it's ingredient. It's baking yeah. soda. So a lot of the water bottle companies, if you look uh, at their ingredients, some of them they say sodium bicarbonate, sodium and bicarbonate. that that's uh, you know baking soda. Um, Four ninety nine. Just get a box of baking soda and put a little bit in. <laughs> Anybody want to jump in in the business? <laughs> the the real alkaline water is uh, water that's moving through rocks, and when especially the thermal springs in South America, Central America, when water comes up with pressure, and it's rubbing up against all the minerals going up. You know, like if you take two rocks against each other, you could create electricity. So as the water is moving up through the through the rocks, it picks up electric current. You know, so. That's why when we drink water from rivers and streams, uh, you know, that are moving, we feel electrically charged. I mean, when I went to the waterfalls in Dominican Republic, just getting under the waterfall and letting the water hit my body, I left, you know, that place and there's no water hitting me. I could feel the electric current in my body. And that's part of what the water does real alkaline water well, it makes sense because it's carrying the the energy from going through the rocks and everything else to you right right when right you, when you drink it does it taste different 
than I like think, a real clean like spring yeah. water or not really? You know, I think that when people say like I drink water and I and I get bloated, it's, <laughs> a, it's a real thing. There's a lot of waters that their their particles are just too big. Uh, I think that one of the ways that I identify alkaline water is that it's easy to drink. It's light and smooth you know, going smooth, down. Right? Smooth, smooth, yeah. I think that a lot of purified waters osmosis osmosis reverse you know the way that uh they do these systems now they they have uh all these types of effects on the water and there's a japanese scientist that talks about water and how it can change and adapt his name is uh dr emoto from japan uh, i mean japan is for to me one of the most advanced countries in wellness and you know they they're ancient they're also ancient in terms of the system that they use. Yeah, they, they have drinkers. time to back what they believe. Yes. You know, you, you don't hear Japan with cancer rates of a gazillion. No, a lot. A lot of those people know that it's good to consume, you know, a balanced diet. And, you know, we in the West, um, we're used to the 24 hours. Um, you know, you can get McDonald's, you can get anything 24 hours, you know, sleep until you want to, you can work late. Uh, I think that there's a, there's a beautiful thing about in the DR, for example, everybody sleeps at, after food, you know, everybody sleeps their nap time. You know, I go, you know, as a child, I remember going to my house to eat food. And, you know, I ate breakfast at home before going to school. So part of the biggest differences here is is that, you know, you're eating. A lot of kids are eating in school. And, you know, not to criticize the system, but there's, there's just a lot of... Uh, I will. As, yeah. as processed as can be, they buy it in bulk, freeze Process it. There's stuff. more crap in that stuff that you're kids eating. <laughs> than so, you buy. so I'll say it. I'll <laughs> say it. Tommy, too, over here will say it. It's a lot trash. Of <laughs> a lot of salt. Pack your kids' lunch. You'd be better off just going to the dollar store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I have my own story on how I, you know, came across all this and led me to meet Dr. Sebi. And, um, but yeah, I, I feel like the the wisdom that Dr. Sebi shared also about Japan was great because he knew he knew that the the Japanese wanted to buy Dr. Sebi's land. Oh, uh, yeah, because they 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 wanted the thermal spring water. I so they did, huh? yeah, I heard a lot of crazy stuff that was happening for, in inside of his uh, entourage and and his plans. But God bless Dr. Sebi. May he rest in peace. You know, and his legacy is still going strong. I think that what I want to share to everyone listening and you know to the conversation as a contribution. The reason why I called my book Fasting with the Masters is because I've been able to encounter these masters and their their life story. So Dr. Sebi had a crazy life story too. Um, so apparently someone made an account on Goodreads. Uh, I didn't make this, so that's good. Pretty though. Cool. At least somebody found it. it, right? That's good. That's a good. Someone thing. was sharing. Yeah, but, um, got a five star rating. There you go. <laughs> But yeah, if we if we go to the PowerPoint, I think I can show you a little sure. bit Pull more. Up the PowerPoint. Um, I'd love to share my story with you guys, and you know, see what what kind of things inspire. Sure. Uh, All right. So take us through this, Sarah. Yeah. So this is me with my products. Uh, Sunroof Wellness is the company that I run, and uh, actually, the symbol is inspired by my first teacher, Rastahuti. It has the ancient Egyptian bird. 
and it has all the elements of nature in there. So I just wanted to throw that in. I think this is probably important to ask this now. What is the, I'm going to screw this up, Rastafarian tradition? Rastafarian? Close. The Rasta, Not too bad. That was, that, that was, that was, just that was better Rasta. than usual. That was really good. Better than yeah, usual, that was right? Good. That was good. Have you been practicing your... Maybe I was. <laughs> Maybe I was on your days off. That was off. good. That was good. <laughs> so... The, what is this? Tell me what this tradition is. The Rastafarian tradition is very... Very awesome. Because you got to remember, Tommy, people don't know anything about this. Right. You know it. Tyler knows it. But people watching, they don't know any of this stuff. So when right. we go through it, we want to make sure everybody understands. You know what I mean? Right. So in Miami, Florida, I, I met this Rasta elder man and from Jamaica. Uh, they A lot of the Rastas, they stick to what's natural. So they they embrace fruits, vegetables. They call their lifestyle ital living, so as clean as natural as possible. They embrace, some of them do, Rastahudi didn't smoke cannabis, but a lot of Rastafarians are known to embrace plant medicine, like the cannabis plant. But the interesting about it is that um, as a thesis in my university, I focused it on the Rastafarian tradition because my teacher was. And one of the things that I read, which was quite interesting for those that don't know, is that um, in Jamaica, they brought, after a certain time when, you know, the the blacks were getting a lot more freedom, they brought Indians from India to to have them work there. The labor was cheap. And they brought with them the Indians, you know, from, from India. They brought cannabis and they brought the vegetarian lifestyle. And if you look at Indian culture, they have one of the most holiest of men are called the sadhus, which are essentially these men that sit and they have huge dreadlocks and they smoke cannabis all day covered in ash. Wow. And they call them the sadhus. They they essentially have renounced the physical the physical world and they say that the most the most holiest men or the most wise men in India. And I think that was interesting is that the Rasta started to grow their dreadlocks as a way of embracing, you know, the themselves rather than than the colonial rules that, that were being imposed on on you know the black people of Jamaica and so that's in a nutshell what the Rastafarian t- tradition is for me Rastahudi was a roots man so he was a very well educated man by nature right so he learned from his grandmother he learned from his teachers around how to heal people how to fast and so that was the man that really started it for me me think you know i've worked with a lot of people from india Mm -hmm. and i would never think that they would be on cannabis because they're very the ones i've worked with you know like on internet stuff and everything else they're very strict very strict with that so it surprises me that they were into cannabis well cannabis comes from the east right it comes from that that region yeah i was just i'm just surprised hearing it that's all just because i know a lot of them that's all yeah, well, you know, back in the days when we're talking about, you know, 1800s, there's not much to do, and I'm sure you know, all types yeah, of Mushrooms and uh, whatever you could find laying <laughs> around to eat that made you fight a tiger, right? <laughs> whatever it may be. I mean, altered states, uh, the conversations we can get into for sure. There's uh, There's so much to it. But yeah, the Indian people, I feel, greatly influenced the Rastafari culture. And that's interesting. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. And you know, there's Rastafari culture obviously became popular through reggae music and Bob Marley and you know the freedom 
messages and you know get up stand up yeah jamaica is an interesting place especially during (laughs) covid you know that the rate was super super low because they would take in jamaica they were always using the aloe plant because of the sun natural stuff natural stuff so natural aloe not that you buy at the store which you're well aware of the aloe plant the leaf they would rub it on themselves all the time because of the sun well little did people know that within that aloe plant, some of the chemicals that come off of the actual aloe was pretty much made you immune to COVID. Mm. That's why their rate was, they, uh, Dr. Malone came out with a huge paper about it, that the aloe from the aloe leaf was what kept their uh, COVID rate so low. Mm. Interesting, huh? Yeah. Right from the plant. But they had, they had been doing it generation after generation, you know, including during this time period. Mm-hmm. So it was built up in their system, you know, throughout the generations of doing that. And then mm-hmm. having, that, having them had that chemical in them from the plant, when COVID hit, whatever the chemical is, mm-hmm. stopped it, you know? And it's just amazing that mm-hmm. something like that, which applies to what you do, lowest COVID rate that there was other than, what was the other mm-hmm. place? There was one other place that was really low. It was lower, but... They were in the top three lowest. Yeah. Fucking aloe plant. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that original aloe plant. Yeah. So Dr. Sebi was a big proponent of non-hybrid stuff. And I had a conversation with him about aloe, particularly because he says that you can use it on the outside better than the inside because it's an acidic plant. It does create, um, you know, this acidic residue. That's why it's a bitter um, to the taste but it's interesting because the aloe has gotten a lot of um, a lot of changes over the years and you know the aloe that once was you know it's not the same now and that's actually one of the biggest things that Dr. Savory brought forward but yeah I didn't know that um, there was such a thing like that in, in Jamaica yeah, with, with the aloe plant specifically no do you I know the know. Uh, I, now I can't remember his name I should have wrote it down but uh, he was on Rogan and he was like a Dr. Savy, and he was explaining how important the links in the soil are, that the soil is getting so thin some places that if it gets any thinner, you know, like say 100 years, if one of those links in the soil breaks, that's it. Forget about nuclear bombs and everything else. If that link breaks, it destroys everything. Mm. Would you agree with that? You mean and the, what he was saying, the link like, of what? Well, he used link to... To make to simplify it, mm-hmm. he was saying the soil in a lot of areas is getting very, very thin, mm-hmm. where things aren't growing like they used to. Right. And once that part of so- that part of the soil is too thin for it to grow, period, that link is now gone. Mm. And when that link's gone, then there's no way for the nutrients to travel in the soil to the other part of the soil that there's a space there. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, if you think about that mathematically, like you do in your courses and everything else. If you break that link, then the next animal can't eat, the next animal right. can't eat, yeah. the next thing can't grow, mm-hmm. and over time, you destroy everything. And that's how important this guy, I, I wish I could remember his name because he's very smart, but uh, he was explaining how important the soil is, that we're of just course. neglecting and not eat. We're worried about green, green energy this, green right, that. Right, right. You know, when the soil is how you live. <laughs> yeah, there's a big thing with heirloom seeds, mm-hmm. like All original right. genetic material that that you know hasn't been adulterated. That would be the word. I agree with you 100% with the soil, and it's really important. Um, when I was consulting a woman in Ecuador, 
I encountered something interesting. I think you'd find it kind of cool. So, you know, we, we're all debating about what's the best diet, whatever, whatever. But in Ecuador, they pretty much like everywhere. Meat, a lot of meat, you know, rice, vegetables, you know, juices, whatever. Um, maybe a little bit more natural than what we're used to here, but still pretty much the same. This woman, you know, eating meat, eating all her things, still was deficient in iron. So she came to me saying that she was taking these synthetic iron pills that were making her constipated, which is true because you, you can't really take a raw mineral and and just powder it and then think that we can digest that. That's not going to happen. It's, it's dangerous. I mean, you could kill right. yourself taking iron supplements easily. Right, right. You know? and it constipates. A lot yeah. of women have issues because of their menstrual cycles, right? Yeah. So, um, and I started to think to myself, like, if... You know, if this lady's eating meat, shouldn't she get all her iron, right? So mm -hmm. Shouldn't she be getting all of her stuff? And what I found is that supplements made out of plants are here to benefit everyone. Because when a plant, let's say the burdock plant that is active in iron, it still has 101 minerals apart from iron because everything has 102 minerals. And everything works well together. So when you take that burdock plant that has gotten the mineral the soil that you were talking about and extracts the iron from there and makes it part of itself we are compatible to eat the plant to get the iron rather than go directly to the raw like rock iron and i think that when i started to do my work i became more aware of this and I realized just how important plant medicines are, plant supplements are, because it doesn't matter what anybody is doing, what anybody's eating, whether they choose to eat alkaline or not, whether they drink alkaline water or not. We do function on minerals. The body's made of iron, potassium, magnesium, silica. Like these are real minerals. Um, you know, we're made out of that. And, you know, we need calcium to you know, strengthen our bones and, you know, have good looking hair and, you know, good looking nails. Like these are, these are things that people need on a regular basis. Now is the food that we're getting as normal, right? Like the hot dogs, the, you know, all these things that we're eating, what do they actually have? It turns out a lot of these things have an excess of hormones, excess of inflammation, really packed in a tasteful bite. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whether you choose to do that or not, it doesn't matter. That's not really why I'm here. I help people with their supplementation of minerals, right, with with the plants, no matter what people eat. Minerals you know. are so important. And I, I've studied it a lot, too. Mm -hmm. And everybody talks vitamins, vitamins, vitamins. But the minerals are so, so, so important. You know, mm -hmm. you, you can take every vitamin you want in the world. But this is my opinion. They don't work. They, the minerals and the vitamins work together. Mm -hmm. So the first problem is you got to find a vitamin, like a you know, at the store that's actually real. Mm -hmm. That the stuff that's in it is actually there. I don't right. know if you remember Walmart. They wiped out half of their. Mm -hmm. It was the Green Valley. They mm. wiped the whole thing. Anybody else would have went to jail for twenty years because what was in it, you can Google it or whatever. What was in it was not. What they said was in it. You know, on the back it says these statements have not been approved. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you have no idea what you're getting. The FDA doesn't test it. So I guess they got enough complaints from the Better Business Bureau 
somebody went in and they tested it, mm-hmm. and none of what they had down that aisle, it was the uh, yellow and green bottle of vitamins. Uh, nature's Way or something. Na- nature's Way. Not, really? None of them had anything in it. Like, if it was vitamin D, there wasn't vitamin D in it. Mm. Well, speaking about that, like, normally vitamin D deficiency and iron, like, they go hand in hand for a lot of people. And interesting thing about iron which is why Dr. Sebi sat down and drilled it into my head. <laughs> when your I eyes him. like you heard a lot of yeah, iron. <laughs> he, he drilled it because he's like, when you have proper iron, the body can absorb everything else. Almost, it, 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 it actually pulls minerals to it. You know, so I think that that's a, a really important point. Now, vitamin D and, you know, immunity is a big deal. And a lot of people don't know how to access vitamin D. And like I said, and a lot of people that have immune issues, it's, it's usually iron and vitamin D. They, they, they're really like all there. So we, we help target a lot of things individually when I work people one-on-one in the coaching programs. And, you know, we, we can assess that. And, and it's, it's been really interesting to see a lot of the things that we've been getting um, but obviously everything started with myself, you know, now, it's all now don't you there. need the vitamin K with the D for it to be absorbed, right? There's, there's products out there that have both vitamin D and but K. But I mean, it, it, in your opinion, is, is that accurate that, yeah. that the D, the vitamin D is more absorbed, absorbed better when taken with vitamin in K? In supplement form, yeah. In supplement form, yeah. yeah. Okay. But you can get, you know, you can get both separately. They don't have to be. I know some products yeah, they some offer products. vitamin, uh, vitamin it. D and K two. Yeah, I don't but. trust it. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think a, I don't think they're combined. That's the hard part, though. I think with everything is you know, people don't know because you know almost there's so much information out there, which is a good thing, but you're like, well, iron and then this and then that and then if I eat this and then this and then that and by the time you know it, you're like, holy fuck, what am I even doing? <laughs> that's why Tommy's here. Yeah, no, which no, one to get? That, that's <laughs> that's the lead in. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what happens normally. Yeah, because confused. Really, I mean, you go down there like I can't tell you how many times I've gone into Whole Foods and I'll see a group of women there, and I'm not picking on women, but they're looking for something for their nails or their hair mm-hmm. or whatever, and they'll sit there for an hour because there's a hundred different options in the supplement section. Yeah. 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 Or gummy bears, you know, they want the gummy bear ones. It's funny because like you talk about all this and I always talk Mm. about my dad. We bring my dad up every so often. Mm -hmm. My dad's 82 years Mm. old, older guy, but doesn't look 82, uh, has his whiskey every night, things like that. But he, we were talking about the water. Mm-hmm. He still to this day <laughs> goes with a gallon jug every other Sunday. There's we live live in the mountains, so there's a natural spring that flows down, and the old timers know about it, and they go there and they fill up their water jugs. And as a kid, I used to drink it, and then as I got older, I'm like, Dad, I, that water's probably not good, like you know, you know, deer shit and whatever else is in there. <laughs> He's like, No, that's the best way to get running right off the mountain run it down and stuff like that yeah. like little things you're talking about pick up i'm like maybe that's why now would that be yeah. alkaline water what his yeah. dad was drinking because it was coming yeah, right off yeah, the rocks yeah and then, what is it 82 82 <laughs> there's a there's a place in ecuador called vilcabamba where these older people live like a hundred plus years and dr sabi was the one that told me about it and he's like one of the biggest things is that they they drink a gallon of water a day wow. out of this spring that they have there so 
Water is not something that we should, and it shouldn't be taken should lightly, for right? granted. Yeah, because we're made of mostly water. The body is seventy percent or more on average. As babies, we're actually eighty, well, right? Yeah, yeah, close to higher. And it's funny how some babies can actually breathe underwater if you have like underwater births and stuff. So um, there's a lot to nature and the way that it does things that I feel like human beings have disconnected from, and that's essentially the message of Dr. Sabi and you know your father thank you for sharing that because that's that's the life like that was a life back then you know I I live in Miami in in an apartment building and you know like the water that that we get to shower it it goes through (laughs) a million of pipes if you would dry off with (laughs) water on you you'd probably be white with all the chemicals in it you know what I mean you'd have like chalk dust all over you yeah yeah I mean we we, we gotta do what, what we can that's what I think. And so that, you know, we, we do it in all the ways that we feel are important to us at, you know, first value, right? So, like, for me, what started to change was my health, and that was a signal for me to go a different route. How, how crazy is Tommy? You come in, I never heard that. His dad's 82. Now, it could be genetics, a lot of it, yeah, right. hereditary. Yeah. But, you know, I'm sure that that, that water coming off that maybe mountain not, helped a little not, bit, maybe. you know? And he also says not going to the doctor helps him live longer. He doesn't believe in doctors. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go, right? <laughs> he'll, tell you, he'll tell you straight up. My friend's dad is a real good friend of ours. Uh, he's a doctor in my hometown. He's like, he, he tells him all the time. He goes, why don't you come in and see me? But he goes, I don't believe in doctors. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why he's 82. That's what he said. <laughs> F the doctors and, al- and alkaline water, and he doesn't even know it's alkaline uh, water. But Call my dad crazy, <laughs> but I don't know, man. It's he not- might not be so crazy. You know? No, no. No, I, I don't think it's that crazy. You no. know, um, these processed foods the, are so bad. The thing about the word alkaline and what people don't understand that it actually means is antioxidizing. That's why I'm hitting you on that. Because yeah. people don't they don't get it. What is the opposite not of that they anti- don't get it. It's just it's not out there to be known. Right, right. So what is the everybody knows antioxidants are good. Everybody knows this. What is the opposite of that? Oxidation. Right. When something is going to in spanish is actually a a better way because uh when we say that a metal is rusting we say we actually say the word oxidation in spanish really yeah like that metal wow when we say something like hey that piece of metal is rusting we say um ese metal está oxidándose so we say that we actually say the word oxidating when when something is rusting so it actually means decay so antioxidants give us life and oxidants you know are actually taking away life breaking down our our physical body that is so 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 the reason why alkaline water is so good is because it helps flush out you know anything that you're eating it helps neutralize acidity and you can neutralize acidity so there's a way to do this and you can test it um, I've done a lot of pH testing with uh, soda, and you can actually, it works well with uh, the clear sodas. You can actually pH test the the liquid, and then when you add alkaline water to it, kind of dilute the the color, and you'll see that it actually turns more alkaline. So in in our bodies, constantly, we have these chemical reactions happening all the time. So... You know, there's a way to test food for that too. So that's that's where Dr. Sabi's research came in. But yeah, what I wanted to say is that drinking alkaline water or natural water, spring water, doing certain things, stress actually is found to create acidity and oxidation in the body. You know, a lot of things cause 
are caused by stress when people consider illnesses. Mm-hmm. And why? Because stress causes a chain reaction that ultimately leads to the pH of the blood, you know, falling below alkaline or not. And, you know, we can feel it when someone's angry. When you're angry, come on, you know, you know, we've all been there. We're, 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 we're experiencing a whole new set of chemical reactions in our body. And a lot of times when people have accidents or experience trauma, we shake and, you know, we, we lose the, the voluntary control a lot of times in our body when we go through certain shocks and traumas. So our body does go through a lot of process that we don't even know. And the body, to me, is a miracle. You know, both of us are having processes happen, like, without us even thinking about it. It's just happening. So what I find is that nature is very wise. So you you have the things that nature gives you, and the body does change. Because we're always changing, no matter what. It's up to us to live the habits that are going to change us for the better. And so that's the policy that I that I you know, resonate with or, or the worldview that I resonate with. And and that's what has gotten me out of a lot of situations in health and a lot of my clients as well. Because, you know, we were once babies and we're not anymore. And we're going to grow, you know, we're, we're going to change. So we do these things daily and we have a chance to experience life in a different way than most people think that they can. So, for example, my father, he he laughed at me at all this in the beginning. And and then he got diagnosed with diabetes. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, and then he started to drink alkaline water. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wasn't laughing anymore so much. Yeah, and, and, and you know, the thing about the water and why I'm bringing it back is just a lot of people default on the diet. Like my dad. My dad defaults on that. So, But just that alone has made a difference in his life. My dad wakes up sometimes at 6 in the morning to go biking. And, you know, he, yeah, he's 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 in his, uh, you know, late 50s. Now, how does one go about finding the right water? Yeah. Because, like, is, is, you know, Poland Spring. It's supposed to be spring water off a of spring. Is mm-hmm. that actually off a of spring? Or right, right, right. What, how does one find this good water yeah. that's yeah. actually There's a lot real? of brands. There's a lot of brands. What do you recommend? But, but, uh, but also there's, uh, there's filters. Send them an email to pay you. <laughs> <laughs> there's filters, too, that people can does get. Does that work? Um, yeah, there's a lot of the filters. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. Like I said, uh, I think you would have to look into the Japanese scientist, Dr. Moto, who who was able to change molecularly water and scientifically prove it by, by a lot of different methods. So I do believe that water can be changed in a lot of ways. So I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not such a Nazi with that. And, and, the, and like, <laughs> it has to be this water. Or like, you know, there's Florida's great. I mean, I, I lived for a while when I was studying in a in a piece of land in Gainesville where the guy had a natural aquifer, you know, coming down from from his land. So, you know, if if you have that, great. Well, you're in Miami. So where are you getting your water at? Because <laughs> oh, I know no. you're not getting it down in Miami. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm definitely, I'm definitely buying. So you got to give us a secret because I know it's not Miami, Tommy. <laughs> I, I, I buy spring water for sure. And then um, I also water? have a filter at the house. What kind well. of spring water do you buy? Um, are you, you want the brand? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we want to know there, what the hell is this one right, right here. Eternal spring. It's really good. Um, right, and I'll send them an email. I like it. I to start paying. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This broadcast this sponsored is, by. Is sponsored by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I'll throw them your uh, way. Yeah. yeah, the the the. It's not regular plastic. It's BPA free, which is really cool. 
because when I was in in school, you study that plastic has bisphenol A, which is it's this weird chemical that in amphibians it it, it messes with them. We can pull it up, Tommy. Do you know what? In one week, uh-huh. you you inhale enough plastic where I you can spit that. out a credit card. I saw that. I saw that. What? They had, yeah, go to Google they, quick. They and, showed a thing where it was like they showed yeah. little like micro microscopic mm-hmm. thing, but when it adds up, it's like chunks of plastic. Yeah, no type way. in um. Uh, water, uh, plastic from water bottles over a week period, you can spit out a credit card worth of plastic or some warning. Really, I think I, I think unbelievable. I, I think I now remember reading that somewhere. Well, you think when they're when they're shipping it, it melts, it gets hot, right? So maybe the bottle looks okay, yeah. But the chemical within the plastic, yeah, it, if it's, it excretes. Well, if water can rust metal, you know, it can react with plastic. And it's not going to be good for us. That's why when we when we see water that has been sitting outside and you know a random brand that is plastic, of course, and you drink it, it's like, oh, this tastes like plastic. Have you ever had that where you got yeah. that bottle water and you, you could taste it's it right good. from the rip? Boom! Right. That's the, the same thing. water that I was talking about that can bloat people. Yeah, it's, it's that kind of water. It's like uh, you don't want to. Basically, drink you're you're drinking. Uh, I prefer glass. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a. Um, um, I forgot the name now. Mountain Valley Spring is another brand that I like. Um, and that picture on the right was the one I saw, all the way to the right. The guy's yeah, hand. the guy's hand. So he was talking about. They're talking about like the um, the microplastics with everything from toothbrushes, uh, from you know in the ocean. You don't even realize you know there's a lot of garbage, of course, in the ocean, but just microscopic things being flushed out, coming into your drinking water that you're not even seeing because it's very microscopic that you're mm-hmm. in and you're basically drinking and Rob type in type in um inhale enough plastic to spit out a credit card and then go to all I just want Tommy to see this because it's just what is it? Inhale? type in um inhale enough plastic to spit out credit card it's some it's crazy but when you think about it it's all over the place you know then go to all all Let's see if it comes up right there click on that hmm Click on that one. Click. Oh, yuck. You're eating about a credit card's worth of plastic every week. Every week? Every week. Yeah, right. From the top of Mount Everest to the deepest oceans, we know the plastic trash is everywhere on Earth. Now we know it's in us, too. You're eating, or you're eating swallowing, or breathing in about 2,000 tiny pieces of plastic each week, a study suggests an equal to the weight of a credit card. Yeah. <laughs> Through, through a lot of different ways. And we saw that come up on mm. a bunch of crazy, popular... Crazy, things. crazy shit. Right? I saw that. I saw what that. do you think about that? <laughs> I, I, I'm not surprised. There's, there's all sorts of contaminants we can get into. I'm, I'm aware you're, you're of... You're here for a week, right? Uh, yeah, I'm aware of you know a lot of ways to... You've heard of chemtrails and yeah. you know, different types of things. And, and we do see a lot of people talking about it on social media. And, uh, I think that there's a lot of contaminants for sure and that's why we do our best to to, to neutralize do you things, think you know? that the the processed food is the reason for the the spike in cancer wow you know long time ago there was a young girl that i knew working at mcdonald's 17 years old 15 years old excuse me with breast breast cancer i mean like is that normal 
you I know, mean, no, it's not uh, normal. She I mean, was working. Like the, she was, I'm not saying that it's directly related to to the fact that she worked at McDonald's, but people that work in places they tend to eat there as well. So you can kind of understand the lifestyle that most people have. I, I do think that the hormones that are coming in from the foods is what grows things like cancer inside people's bodies. I do believe that. So, for example, like the hormones from me, the dairy, they're, they grow. Like an egg, if you if you get an egg, what if you leave it alone, it's going to grow into something. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hormones. So I do think that a lot of doctors, a lot of people have been speaking out on this. It's not something that is new. I do think that foods that have hormones are a big issue. And, you know, for me, it's sad because a lot of young people are getting affected by these types of situations. And, and Tommy, they're still in the milk. Milk does not, nothing. You cannot prove to me. You cannot chemically proved to me in any way shape or form that milk does, does anything body good no no you know what it does do is it thickens your skin is what it but does that's this about is, it. i heard about it's fucking this horrible for it up on the screen i heard about this the other day mm. somebody was telling me about it couple was renovating their home they tore the wall out there was an old mcdonald's oh, like boy. burger and fries and i mean yeah they're they're 63 year old fries but they still look now weirdly now how much <laughs> how much preservatives Weird. are in there tom so that's scary right those fries are 63 years old and you can still see the french fries so that's going into your body imagine that i don't know where the burgers at now you want to talk about uh preservatives buddy <laughs> <laughs> yeah the oils i think are, are the biggest things too the oil you think that they're cooking in yeah you know china uses uh gutter they they take uh like sewer water and they use that to cook with some of the oil from the sewer no they really do that's no, yeah, no. crazy yeah well it is china I mean, fuck all right last thing then we'll get to your powerpoint <laughs> china now yeah really really yeah. they do you know there's China's all these stories there's all these stories of the dogs around the chinese oh it's restaurant. real it's real <laughs> dude dude wanted to take a dump and you could see under the ground he took a dump there was a hole and it went down to where the pigs eat mm. no. seriously um now, how does one get in touch with a guy like Dr. Sebi? I mean, how, how do you even get... I mean, this isn't a guy that's easy to get in touch with, I would imagine, right? No, no, he wasn't. So how did you get in touch with him? And then we'll go through the, the PowerPoint and then a bunch of other stuff. Well, I did really well in school. I got some grants and I took out some loans and, you know, I paid a lot of money to go see Dr. Sebi. Like so, to be straightforward. Good. I'm I'm happy to hear <laughs> that that you know you're born in 1990, right? And you're a go-getter. Yeah. Cuz there's about 10 of them left in the world. Mm. Nobody just goes for it anymore. Mm. They don't. That's all yeah, I need so to. It was saved an opportunity, up your money, you know. Uh, <laughs> you go actually, for it. yeah, it was it was trippy, you know. I I I knew I had to go see him and, you know. Well, six it, months it was later. Your yeah, it 6 was months calling. later he wasn't here anymore. So you can't control the universe. The universe is the universe. Only yourself. You can only control yourself to, to a certain extent, even you know. And if the universe wants to step in, that's it, pal. In my opinion, that's just my opinion. Yeah. So no doubt. Say your uh, your PowerPoint. Yeah, I mean, um, if you go, yeah. See on the left, um, that's me all the way to the left okay. with the glasses and wow. holding a beer. How long ago was that? Uh, I think that that was. Early 2010. Dr. No, wait, wait. Dr. Savia is not a beer. Uh, I'm it's sorry, not a beer. Sorry. Uh, 
before it was yeah it was early 2010 just because i already been vegetarian and um my skin so i started having issues with my skin i had seborrheic dermatitis acne when i came to the u.s and i started eating a lot of oreos and milk and, <laughs> and mcdonald's and all this uh i was desperate went to a lot of dermatologists a lot of people experts and the only thing that worked was eating a lot of fruits, drinking a lot of water, exercising. Um, so right there, the reason why I'm sharing that picture is because even at that point, I had a lot of skin issues still. And one of the things that I discovered that was horrible for skin is actually beer, just because it has two criminals that <laughs> that really hurt the skin, which is yeast and alcohol. Dry alcohol up. is extremely, you know, um, dehydrating for the body. So, you know... I had a lot of dry eyes. I had other skin issues. And over there on the right, I took this picture like last year. And essentially, it showcases my body transformation in a way. And it showcases that you can change and you just have to steer it. Yeah, in the left, it looks like you're going to frat parties. Yeah. And, and, and on the right, you look like you're on the front of a magazine, yeah. uh, you know, like Max or GQ magazine. Yeah. Right GQ magazine, left uh, frat party with a beer. Right, right. <laughs> So this was in 2016 when I got to meet him. Mm -hmm. I, again, I was already mentored by somebody for years. So meeting Dr. Sabi was great because he was fascinated by my stories with my other teacher the knowledge of herbs and plant medicine. So there we are talking, and and that was also on the right. It's the same day that I met him. That was uh, the first day. And, yeah, there, there we are just, you know, chatting about life, about, you know, this man was 82 years old when I met him. And it was a library, you know, a library like smart of Smart as a whip, right? Yeah, 82. yeah, yeah. He, he could recall everything and describe it in detail, almost like you were there just by hearing him speak it was a powerful magnetic experience for sure and a lot of people know about him and i didn't know that it was going to be like that right like i was i was there for myself and for my family i remember asking him a lot of questions about my father about iron you know for me direction in life uh, about what to do and so we were this was January in 2016, and we were supposed to meet up in September for for this meeting that he was going to do for his uh, centers. And I was invited to go, but he passed in August of the same year. So it was a month before we were all supposed to do something, you know, about healing centers. So there's a lot, obviously, that comes to my mind, but I can only Sorry just send that. them, yeah, send them a lot of love and peace. I, That's why for a long time, I wanted to do something completely different. You know, the world of natural healing and just that, you know, it was very sad for me. My teachers were, were gone, right? I wanted to work with my teachers. I didn't want to be doing what I'm doing now, which is working without them, but life kind of made it like that, you know. Yeah, life made it like that, and, and now you took your time, I assume, <laughs> to kind of deal with it, and now you're, Savy's living on with you, you know? And he, he did a powerful thing for me, which if you pass to the next slide, which is he, he pointed me to to the South American plant medicines, and here I am with uh, Maestro Pepe Francini from Peru. He was featured in Netflix documentary, The Last Shaman. Oh, wow. I was able to do a lot of beautiful work with him. And then the next slide is uh, 
that's also me with him on the left. And then on the right is an Ecuadorian herbalist by the name of uh, Maestro Luis Pucho. Now, when you compare like Dr. Savi mm-hmm. and then to this other civilization, same same basis, right? Mm-hmm. What was the difference between them? Well, Dr. Savi had a business. He was a businessman. Um, he spoke in, in different places. He was not a shaman. Like uh, these individuals, they... They live in the Amazon. They 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 live in a different world. Uh, Doctor Savi had to be in the world. He had to be to get the message out. So he had to be on TV. He had to be speaking. So I think that with naturally that comes a specific personality. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, like so, he he had the personality, so he was the face of it, kind of to put it in yeah, simple terms. He right? was. He yeah. was, and he had a lot of people helping him. I I feel like Doctor Savi was his own being um and and then these individuals were like nature's guardians you know like living there in the amazon knowing the secrets of you know obscure things that people don't really know too much about now would they um, ever leave there and come here yeah some oh, of they would? Okay. some of them do uh maestro pepe the, the one on the left he mm-hmm. he was traveling a lot doing all types of things outside of his home um but not not the teacher on the right. He he lives there in his compound, and he actually uh, has a a place where people come and visit him. So that's, that's cool. Essentially, you know the differences between them. I ask that because you know, like Italian people, like older ones, they stay in the right. same block for their entire life. It doesn't matter. You could say there's a million dollars like three miles away. If it's not in their little not block, their world. they're not leaving. <laughs> right, right. Especially from up north. Mm-hmm. So now this looks cool. You, now, what what's going on here? So, uh, this is one of our retreats in the Amazon that we did. Tyler's there, all the way in the corner, where's on, Tyler? on top. Yeah, you know, see him. And Where, where's Waldo? Rob, where's he at? <laughs> that's that's the whole group on the left. If that's Tyler in the brown, Tyler. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's them. He just picked a brown guy. <laughs> He's ninety pounds. I got him. All right, all right, you got him there. I don't know what you're seeing behind there. <laughs> so we took a photographer with us too, and, and she snapped this. Um, so we were, it's a whole group of us. We traveled a lot to get there, and we had to do like about an hour to two hours of walking inside of the jungle uh, once we got there. That's me on the right, and just before going over this log thing that kind of, you know, makes it, harder to pass through it felt like it was indiana jones kind of it was really cool there's a lot of uh things that we experienced in the jungle but that was right before covid hit and essentially right after we came out of this jungle <laughs> we we came out to this crazy world so you go in you're like okay i'm in i'm in the jungle away from everything you come out to a bomb we come out to the world on fire how many bug much. bites did you get on that little trip i don't remember i don't remember the a lot of bug so bites bad. though <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember them being bad? I, I think you would get being that bit bad. to shreds in that thing. But it was a, a lot of moisture. So this is them doing traditional Indian face paintings. And so it's Tyler on the left, the, the you know chief operating officer of the company. And then uh, this is uh, the yoga instructor we brought, and she was also getting her face painted. Okay, so when they do the face painting, like mm-hmm. we're seeing here, what what is that a symbol of? What is the value of that? Explain that to me. So they do it with this alkaline uh, substance called achiote, which is a seasoning that you can actually cook with. It makes things um, red, um, but you can also 
put it on your body so the indigenous people use it as a as a way to express arts and crafts uh, decorate the warriors as well so if you excuse me go on the le- on the next slide now, to get to the point where you get your face painted, do you need to see, accomplish something? Like, do you need to get through a, a, a phase of something? Um, I think I think in the old days, yes. But because we brought a group of foreigners and, you know, for them, it's a unique experience getting You brought painted. your own face painting. <laughs> no, no, no. They, they were the one that offered. So look at this. She's the yeah. one doing it right there. You can see yeah. <laughs> indigenous cool. as they get. Yeah, that's cool. And then on the right, you see they decorate. The warriors are usually decorated with, with that face painting as well. And the ladies do as well. It's a cultural thing. Um, I'm always interested in this because it's different than here. So right. the warriors in the back, they have the bees and everything else. That That's right. to show that they're the warrior, right? They, they're, yeah. they're above... They worked hard or whatever, however you want to say right. it, the nicest. Warrior They're class. above the, the other people at the moment, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they the, the the specific group is called the Shuar, the specific group of indigenous people that we're seeing here. They're called Shuar. Some of the indigenous people in Ecuador, there's all types, and a lot of them could be very hostile towards you. In this case, we were experiencing a lot of uh, you know, beautiful hospitality where they're painting our faces and showing us around and, you know, taking us to the caves. So that's what we did in, in our retreat. So we worked, we we took a group of people, we showed them around and and they had a very natural experience in the jungle, right? Very rustic, no signal, you know, getting water from the river, uh, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. It was very fun for, for us. It, it was just... Um, Interesting to come out, like I said, to, to the whole COVID. <laughs> yeah. right, go back, go it's back. A, it's go like back. you go away from such to a nice, peaceful retreat, right? Yeah. You know, you get everything out of you, no phones, you're away, you're with nature, and then boom, it's like a, you know, like a tornado in your parade. You know, oh. you're having a parade, walk out to a thunderstorm, Kool-Aid smile is no longer a Kool-Aid smile. <laughs> I guess the comforting thing is that I, I wasn't but, alone, right? Yeah. And, and it happened to so many different people, the whole world. Yeah. Know, it's almost like turn around and go back into the yeah. forest. Get, go you ever back. think about going go back, back in? Back. You came out? <laughs> you might as well have. Yeah. <laughs> you want to have to wear a mask for nine months? There was months. no going back, but I, I definitely thought about the simplicity. You could have got out of the mask for nine months and just lived with people that know what's going on mm-hmm. unlike us <laughs> well i do feel like part of my mission is to is to come out you know um too bad you couldn't come out anywhere when COVID was there <laughs> well you know yeah, I, online though i did i did yeah it was it was beautiful you know we have a beautiful tribe community that that love and support us uh, you know that those are the same people that chose to fly all you know from everywhere to go see me since the beginning so you know, people really see the value in this. And for me, it's 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 very heartfelt, you know, the work. Absolutely. And uh, I do it for, if we're successful in any way, you know, because we are in, in the sense of, you know, our company, Sunray Wellness, is a, a multiple six-figure company, which is great. Congratulations. And if we're, even if, you know, that's true, it's only because my client's success and everybody that we've helped. Because otherwise there would be, no success in that way and you know way it would be nothing yeah it would, you know, would, you know why, why? would there be no purpose yeah. because you know you're not achieving what you set out to do right yeah there's there's people that have their callings and and for me it's taken you know 13 years to this date to to be where i'm at 
And I've learned a lot. I mean, coming out of university, knowing spirituality, I had no idea how to do a lot of things. And it took me a lot of time to figure things out. And, uh, you know, what I love about retreats is that it's a, an immediate way to get to know me and to experience all that I have to offer. So when people come and meet me, it's it's easier, right? Like how, how, kind of like how we're having a conversation. It's it's easier when you have someone face to face. Yeah. So that's why I hate Zoom, Tommy. I mean, you real. I mean, unless it's really somebody, I don't because there there's no personality, and then you know the audio's yeah. off. So now or yeah. they're delayed, and then you know when you're in a conversation like on a screen. And then there's a delay on the other end and they can't hear you. It just kills everything. You know, it's not personable. And the delay is going to happen within the two hours. It's just not not going to at this day and age. And then when you have a delay, like in a, especially when you get down to right. like serious stuff like we are getting into now. You don't want to delay. And it's delaying when we're going through a PowerPoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just killed it, yeah, you know. Yeah. Unless the operator's delayed back here, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, this is me doing conferences in Dominican Republic here on the left. It was a huge success. A lot of people came forward. And uh, that's on the right. We're leading a retreat in Arizona. And, you know, we've, we've done a lot of different types of events. But mainly it's to help people detox, learn about natural ways of helping their body mineralize and, you know, get I th- well. I think Arizona, I heard it's a mess now, but years ago like seven i was there seven eight years ago it was so peaceful i was in phoenix mm-hmm. and you could get up at seven o'clock in the morning see the sun nobody's in town you could walk down i mean literally like four cars went to a game at for phoenix suns basketball and it, it was so peaceful and then you could see the big mountains and rocks and Beautiful. volcanos oh now man I want to go there. now it's a now with that border now <laughs> you don't want to go there <laughs> when was this when was that border uh, no, I'm now with the the border issue and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just killing people. Fentanyl's coming over left and right. I didn't even know it came to Arizona. Oh man, yeah, it's a it's a mess. It's a mess. Uh, that's where uh, we have, we have a guy that comes in and he goes and cleans up trash. He went to uh, Texas de Rio, cleaned mm-hmm. up that twenty five tons of trash there. People just throwing stuff. On just the throwing floor. stuff all over. He went to Maryland, cleaned up there. People. He had a narc. Two guys the first day he was there. They were high. Wow. In, in Texas, okay. they. They put on an act where they'll act like, you know, they're drowning and then you go to save them and, and he didn't know. So he's jumping in this river saving this guy, but it's just, it's all play to get across, you know. Well, his next uh, cleanup mission is Arizona because it's so bad. Wow. Yeah, it's really bad out there. 25 tons it's last It's a time. beautiful state though. Yeah, it is. It is. It's good that he's going out to do it. You know, a lot of people are volunteering to help him out. Yeah. It's, it's a good thing. That's beautiful. Yeah. Now, some of your products here. You have a lot of interesting products on your website. Yeah, well, this is uh, some of the magic, right? Uh, some of the different formulas, products that I've created and developed over the years. Uh, this is part of our highest coaching program. It's called uh, uh, the Elite Mentorship Program. Essentially, we only have three programs that, that we offer people. One of them is called the Sacred Cleanse. The middle program is called the Advanced Detox and then this one is called the Elite Mentorship, which brings about, you know, 12 products like you see there. And this is actually like a monthly supply. So people go through that for deep detoxing. Essentially, we have four different areas that we help people. The skin being my personal journey of success and triumph, you know, 
you know, that that's a main thing. A lot of people have skin issues. They come to me. Anti-aging is really important. General wellness stuff, digestive issues, that kind of that kind of stuff. Weight loss is a big thing. And then also people with blood issues. People that, you know, a lot of categories fall into there. A lot of different Autoimmune things. disease? Yes, yes, that kind of stuff. Because that, so, that's always a tough one when, uh, you know, when somebody gets an autoimmune disease, that's a tough one. That's a tough one to to have to deal with. That. There, there, there's so many classifications of autoimmune. I've studied that a lot because it's a recent phenomenon, and I have helped people with specific types of autoimmune. And you know, it, it's a miracle what the body can do when you put the right things in there. You know, so I, I'll send you somebody say. because I saw it. It took this person where they had liver failure, kidney failure, because they couldn't figure out what it was. You know, they kept diagnosing it as lupus and this and that. And by the time they finally diagnosed it, that was after dialysis Mm -hmm. and all these failures, 18, 19 years old, crazy. Mm -hmm. Tons of drugs, tons of this, tons of that, you know. And who knows if if this person will ever be able to have kids because of all the shit that they gave her. Mm. You know, when I'm sure there's other ways to do it, but, you know, Big Pharma wants the money. There's a lot of classifications of autoimmune like like you were mentioning lupus that's uh, some people get lupus and then another diagnosis that's related to autoimmune i think that there is uh, a lot of researchers out there my favorite guy with this um he's he's called the medical medium it's kind of unorthodox methods um but he you know has a whole sections in his books about autoimmune and I've I've I have all of his four books and I've I've read on that and and so you know that's probably the reason why people that like Dr. Savy right others that have different methods they're successful we just think out, outside of the box mm-hmm. so a lot of people when it comes to the autoimmune things a lot of people are stuck um but um my mentors definitely prepared me very well with that kind of thing so it's 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 really cool. I, I would love to to share more, and we do that with with minerals, with products, you know, different things. A lot of these plant medicines people have never had, right. and we're talking about plants from South America, Central America, you know. And combinations matter, Tommy. If you take the color red and yellow and you mix it, you get orange. But if you take the color red and you take black, you're gonna get something else. Right. So herbal compounds they work like that. Specific combinations accomplish different things and for specific purposes. So that's why I think Dr. Sabi was so successful in his early career because he was doing a lot of one-on-one cases. As he started to grow, I think he started generalizing more his products. And I think that a lot of people started to maybe not find what they're looking for. And that's why some people come to me because when it comes to specific situations, there's specific protocols, you know, so like one of my teachers that I showed you in the jungle, this guy created this remedy that was able to get somebody's kidney stones out of their body within 12 hours. It's wow. unbelievable. And, and there was a, a whole story with that because one of the guides that took me to, to meet this teacher, um, the, the ones that we, we just showed, he was the guy that had these, you know, these kidney stones. And he told me the whole story. Like I drank this remedy in the jungle and then I took the bus 12 hours back to the city. And when I got back home, I wanted to pee really bad and I couldn't. And then it just like, boom, like a little rock came out of my urethra. And so yeah. like he told me the whole story 
all from this natural remedy using indigenous plants. I mean, a lot of people want to get tricked by what's out there on the TV. And they'll they'll tell you that nature is not going to be as effective, that natural remedies, that's not even serious. Let me laugh at you. That's what a lot of people say, right? It's weak. Natural remedies are weak. But when you go to the jungle and you take some of these medicines that are there that people don't know about, you never think that nature is weak. I mean, I don't think nature's weak. A lot of the at compounds, all. not at all. A lot of the compounds <laughs> for medicines that people use are derivatives of plants. There's so much un- undiscovered in the Amazon rainforest on its own in terms of the pharmacopoeia that's there. And I read that also somewhere that you know, people are excited to to discover the plants that are in the Amazons because there's a lot of plants left to be identified, left to be, you know, determined and studied. Well, it's like the oceans. We don't know what's under there. We can't even get down that far. Right. Same thing. I'll take a natural okay. remedy that I know that works over a man-made, manufactured bullshit any day of the week. Because, <laughs> I mean, use your head. Before there was all of this technology, what do you think people did when they got a kidney oh. stone? They figured out a way over time to deal with it. When they got sick, they found, and you, you didn't have do- you didn't have a doctor's office to knock on and make an appointment, right? Okay. You're in the war. You're in the forest. You're in the middle. You're in the desert. You're wherever. Back in the days, a lot of us had our grandmothers, like yep. in the villages, that knew all the stuff, all the uh, tricks, like all the te- like the right teas yeah, and always, all that stuff. Yeah. So if they were able to survive it, obviously it's there mm-hmm. just because there's man-made crap now. Well, hell, I'll take it. I'll take any day. You watch the commercials on TV. It'll be like this may cause. And you're like, oh, I didn't even hear it. All. <laughs> yeah, it causes yeah. what? <laughs> like uh, Ambien will put you to sleep. Oh but the side effects, and you're like, damn, is this thing over? I'm gonna go get a soda. I'm gonna go get some alkaline water out of the refrigerator. And, and they're still telling you how you're gonna. The you best know. is the, the best is like the last one. It'll be all those things. Like it may cause this, 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 or death. Yeah, and you're like, ooh. And then, you and know, then people actually go to the doctor and ask for it. Ooh, yeah, like yeah. What the fuck? I think w- what you're saying and what sticks out to me, I feel like I should point it out, is that there's sometimes in these commercials you hear suicidal thoughts all the time as a, a as a side effect. Yeah. Suicidal thoughts. How can you approve Th- that? Thoughts. How can you approve that? So it it, it goes to show that they're controlling your wellness yeah. is not just a fi- it's physical, mental, and beyond. So you know that's why. A lot of people get surprised when they go through our programs. They feel like, man, like I just think clearly. Like I feel like I can think. I feel like I can, you know, focus. I feel like I can do a lot of things that I didn't before, and that's the power. You the know, mind is a power. The, the, yeah. the mind can kill you. Yeah. You can kill yourself. You know, stress is in the mind. I don't care what that's happens. True. Stress is is in the mind, right? It's not physically. There's not like stress physically hits you. It's in the mind, and it's how you mm-hmm. deal with it. Stress can kill you. Well, Therefore, it goes okay. into what you're doing. It's a reaction in your body, but it can, right. but it can heal you too. Because I mean, I I don't remember. I'm, I'm going to tell the story probably mm-hmm. wrong. I think it was like my mom's great uncle, uncle somewhere, someone on my mom's side, and he got died. This was years ago. I'm talking I don't know, mm. 30, 40 years ago. He got diagnosed with some sort of cancer. Doctors told him, you know, hey, John, or whatever his name is, you have cancer. Mm. And he looked at the doctor. He's like, no, I don't. And they're like, yeah, yeah, you do. It's right. See that little that that's cancer. He's like, no, I don't have it. And like it's showing up, so there's something there. It's cancer, but in his head, he was kept saying, "No, he doesn't have it. No, no, no." And he told himself the whole time. Mom said the worst because she was younger when this had happened. And then, you know, however long ago he went back for another test, 
There was nothing there then. So it was like the weirdest. I remember my mom telling me that story mm. still, but like, how does that happen? Mind. A hundred percent. I believe you know, it a hundred, hundred percent. The mm, mind has so weird, much right? control. And you've been saying that the whole, since you walked in the door. <laughs> and I yeah. agree with you. I was just building it up to that. Yeah, the mind true. has more control than anybody can imagine, mm-hmm. especially when you get into the science of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know this stuff. I just know the science and the medicalness of it. You know, this really good stuff that, you know, you know, but the mind, the mind can kill you save you it's just an unbelievably powerful thing and the fact that we only use at best 20 percent of it maybe maybe elon uses 21 percent <laughs> yeah or 22 life if he's from here <laughs> life as a human being has so many layers right we have the, the the physical like hard layer but then there's like the subtle layer with this like feelings thoughts or like how do i feel about this or like the vibe of things mm-hmm. like you're, it's a subtle world in there so complex. and then there's more to it to that even beyond because like uh you know we can cover dreams and the signs of them but th- there's a lot of researchers that talk about the craziness that happens in dreams and like wait a minute i i, I dreamt this but then it happened and uh, there's this doctor that i that i love his his name is dr jacob lieberman he wrote a book called light medicine of the future he's an optometrist and he wrote a lot of things related to vision and eyes and and consciousness and he did a ted talk where he speaks that one day he had a dream where he saw the whole the whole thing that he saw the speech he saw his daughter giving him like an introduction and he's he was like seeing his body sleeping he saw the whole thing and then he came back into his body and then a year or like two years later, the same event that he dreamt happened. And he says, he says in this TED talk, like, how has this happened? Like, I don't know. We don't know. Because that's the thing about science. And, you know, the definition of science as, as we were taught in school is something that you can observe, prove by test, right? So like, you know, you, you test the ball and it, you, you write the results and you hypothesize and you observe it and that's how it is a lot of things that that we're getting in in this world a lot of people talk about this too is that some of it is not even science some of it is not even something that you can observe and prove there's a lot of politics that come out interests and this and this but i feel like to go back to the human experience and and thoughts, I feel like when people go through our programs, they oftentimes they find that their abundance increases. Apart from the, the the physical healing, apart from the physical wellness, they think better. They're more creative. They're they they make better decisions. Uh, they have more radiant smiles, so it gives them more opportunities. They're they're not because when you're in pain, like think about it. If you have a, a splitting headache right now, you're not going to be able to look at me and concentrate. And, and be present with me. Or stressed out. Yeah, because if you're experiencing pain, you're you're in here. You're in your body. You're not present. You're not here. And so a lot of us that experience skin issues and, you know, it's just more than cosmetic. Because when I had skin issues, I didn't look my best. And I, I sure as hell did not feel that I had the confidence that I do now in terms of, you know, the way that I carry myself. So, you know, issues in health, they're just different layers of the same thing. It's mental as well. So, you know, the, you know, impotence right? in men, like think about it. Think about how some of that is mental with physical, right? It's um, 
it's a beautiful thing when you realize that the body is more than a mechanical thing. We're not just uh, like a machine that you can, you know, fix. Oh, let me let me open up this iPhone and, you know, grab this little piece and take it out. And, you know, a, a lot of times I feel like the way that we view wellness is like the human body is a machine, so mechanical. But there's so much to it. And that's why when we take physical products and we feel better, like you see this this girl, like this is some of the, oh, the testimonies with her skin. Sure. She had, you know, um, psoriasis, eczema. And, mm. you know, she says, she writes to us that she was dealing with this issue a long time. And that when we, when we showed her this methods, right, these methods and made her life better, she was able to feel like she had a purpose again in her life. Like she was able to like feel back into herself. Well, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, first off, that's a bad eczema, number one. And number two, how could you have any confidence if you're a woman, you, you can't wear shorts, you know, you don't feel good about yourself. You right. take your pants off, you look down, you're like, oh man, you know, how could you have any confidence, motivation, right. self-esteem, and then progress in life? You can't. And I've been down the road where, where you're trying to put all kinds of topical products on your and it doesn't work. And it's worse half the time, right? When it comes to skin issues, a lot of that is in the blood. Mm. And so, uh, yeah, so we have some of the social media links there uh, where people can see me. But yeah, mainly I always post on Instagram, so I'm always active there. That's your and main spot to go My to? main spot, yeah. And then I have some other media platforms there, but... Yes, it's a very exciting time to be in the wellness space. So now back to it in the blood. Can you elaborate on that? Because I'm interested in that. They find a lot of times that the skin issue is within the blood. Nothing to do with the the skin. It's within the blood going through the body. Right. What what is it? It's it's just there's something lacking, a nutrient lacking, a mineral. What is it usually? Right. So in my experience there is a couple of processes that are happening. So the quality of our blood is affected by the foods we eat. The liver is the main organ that does this. It actually helps create blood from the nutrients that we're absorbing after, you know, the whole process is, uh, you know, di- digestive process is taking place because there's so much happening, right? And metabolic functions, et cetera, et cetera. And what I, what I learned is that there's blood issues in terms of toxins in the blood when the skin is affected. So it's usually mucus and inflammation. Because when you have acne, for example, if you have a pimple, what comes out is pus or mucus or this kind of white substance that comes out. Inflammation, really. And that's the only way that the body is, is letting you know is through the skin. The pH of the skin is 5.5. So a lot of times when there's a skin issue is is the pH of the blood that has been, you know, off balanced. And, you know, what I find that also aggravates the skin, particularly within the foods that we eat, like I mentioned, is, is alcohol, yeast, dairy, and, uh, you know, cigarettes, any kind of stuff like that does affect oily food is, is, a, is a huge thing. A lot of the oils that we're using, especially like olive oil, when you absorb it after it's cooked, it actually, you know, turns into a carcinogen in the body and it absorbs it in a weird way. And that actually, these oils, they make the skin excrete 
the excess oils and a lot of the, a lot of the times when you see uh sorry if you if you went back to the to the legs sometimes when you see people with a lot of eczema issues you see that their skin is like shiny as well as like red and it's and like that's a, that nasty it's oil a, yeah it's, pores, it's a right? mixture yeah mixture of all the oils that are just uh, off balancing the ph of the skin and so the way that you target that is by cleaning up the blood obviously you do that with food too but there's a lot of toxins there in the blood usually when there's skin issues present and uh it, this happens with acne, psoriasis, dermatitis. Oh, yeah. A lot of the issues that, uh, you know, yeah, a lot of the issues that people find, there's also viruses that affect the skin as well, as you know, as we all know, a lot of people know, you know, different types like HPV, whatever, whatever. Um, usually there's a virus infection that have, that shows up in the skin and everybody knows that viruses you know, are flying around, <laughs> swimming around yeah. in blood. So that's really why, uh, you know, the skin, to a target that, the way to do that is through the blood. Amazing. What are some of the Amazon medicines that you saw with your own eyes, like you that you use in your courses that you apply today with people with issues? What are some of the biggest ones that you learned in the Amazon and then brought back with you? Right. I'd say... Even just going with with what I was sharing with the blood, there's a combination that I found to be very powerful, and it's a mixture of three roots, and I source them from from Ecuador, and we we have a bit more ingredients than what I'm going to mention, but uh, but these three ingredients are contained within one of my products that I use. And it's a combination of three roots. One of them is uh, uña de gato, which is called cat's claw. And uh, that one grows wild in Ecuador in the jungles. And it's it's very powerful, huge for immunity. I heard that. And uh, uh, when you source it from Ecuador, you're going to get it from the with all the complete minerals better than if you find it somewhere that, you know, you don't know if they're ethically sourcing it. But which, yeah. which product is that, Tommy? That, that you one have. of my products. Can you it's, go to tab? It's five, called please? the. It's called the superfood. The superfood uh, one. Yeah, it's like herbal capsules. It's 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 within the mixture of all the products that you were putting out there. Okay. Um. But yes. Scroll down. I just want to see which one this is. So we have. So what? I'm, this is the detox. Yeah, I'm not sure if the product that because the the specific one I'm mentioning, mm-hmm. we as of right now we're only offering it to our coaching clients, so it may not be on the website for for just. You know that to one product, like that, right. right? But mainly to answer your question, it's uh, cat's claw, uh, which is called uña de gato in Spanish. Chuchuwasi, which is a very powerful root from Ecuador. Not a lot of people know about it, but through my travels, I, I was able to find this out. And uh, one of them is Dr. Sebi's uh, recommendation, which is sarsaparilla. It's a, um, also in the West here in, in the United States. There was a lot of consumption of sarsaparilla too. It's a, a common herb, but from Ecuador, the kind of or the type of sarsaparilla is is much different. So the roots is much thicker than the one that you can get from Central America. So I sourced that from there, and the combination of those three, along with other plant medicines, have worked really well to clean the blood. What was what was the most impressive? I don't know if I'm wording it right, but what was the most impressive heal that you've seen through your courses? Like that you paid it forward from your mentors, that you paid forward to somebody else, and then you saw it really work, and you were like, whoa. 
that that I think that that, <clears throat> that was the, the picture. Jenny, I think one of our clients. Um, I, I said her name, but you know, no one no yeah. needs to know who she is. Thousands, uh, thousands of Jennies. Uh, couldn't uh. couldn't be more of a broader name. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> but you know, if she's listening to this, a lot of blessings to her because she yeah. did she did her job, her part because that's the most important thing. Mm. Um, and I think when she sent us the picture the first time, I think I looked at it and I was like, whoa. It was so black and white. Skin issues, I think, they just, you could just tell, right? You don't need to say much. You could see it. So that's why I feel like that was really amazing for me because, you know, other times you have all types of testimonies and people improving, but I feel like visually striking, I, I think that that was really powerful for me. And so because Because her eczema was so extreme, it wasn't just little rashes. That was yeah. extreme. And then to go... When the picture to the side is basically gone. Yeah, so you, know, you could so tell because of the extreme the, the extreme condition. You could you, you could tell how powerful it was. I often say this, and I think you you might like it to to hear it this way, explain this way, is that a lot of people that are just looking for clean eating and that you know finding the ways of eating better. It's like washing your clothes in the washer without detergent. Perfect. You're you're gonna you're you eat clean. It's great. It's gonna do good for you. But the best way to clean clothes, as we all know, is water the machine and the detergent there. So for me, the plant medicines are like the detergent. And a lot of people that come to me, they they really get that last like this is what I was missing. Like that this is it. Because a lot of people come from different backgrounds. There's people who don't know nothing. And there's people who like, yeah, I've been studying Dr. Sebi for years. I, I have a holistic, you know, license and this and this. But, you know, even a lot of holistic healers still need help. And we're looking for the best of the best. I mean, that's that's why I went to go see Dr. Sebi because I wanted to learn from the best of the best. And one of my 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 sayings, I think that uh, it's not mine, but uh, I think I made it mine from hearing it from someone else. And I, it really stuck to me. Um, it's about, you know, the mentors. It's like you want... You, you you want something, the easiest way to get it is to talk to somebody who already has what you want. And and you get there. And that's with anything. If you with want anything. a business, you always go with and anything. you follow somebody who's better than you, right. way better, you know, been through more than you. And instead of envying that person or, you know, in a negative way, being envy negatively, instead of being jealous, mm -hmm. you find the guy and you hang out with the guy and you learn, right? Right. Because he already made it. Being jealous and envy, which a lot of people do nowadays, is just stupid. You know, because if you do what you did, like you did, look, <laughs> you figured it out. Yeah, I just got to go to the people that you know that you want to learn from. And I think that it's been a, a life-changing thing for me to meet people that have what, they, what I want from them. And I think that um, for me, it was the desire to learn the truth because when Dr. Sebi came into my life I mean he started talking in his lectures about the things he did healed people of a lot of things and I was thinking man like there's something missing about the natural path that I know but when did you I believe him did you initially believe him initially I, I so when I found out about him I was I, I, I was uh I was looking at someone else's lecture so someone was lecturing about um, a certain topic and he said, go look at this guy named Dr. Savi, whatever. So from that guy, I believed him 
And so I said, let me look up who this Dr. Sebi guy is. I'm not even joking. When I found out about him, I started tearing up like, whoa, this is crazy. This guy healed people of all kinds of things, went to court, proved it, you know. And at that time, my mentor, who was guiding me through all my health stuff, had just passed. And so I felt that Dr. Savi came as a way for me to sort of target like my focus because after my first teacher passed I was like oh what do I do now and then Dr. Sebi came as like as like the next step so I studied him and at first I I didn't embrace all of his stuff Uh, I was struggling with a lot of things Uh, so for example he said he had like alkaline foods and he said these foods are alkaline and I had my own trial and error and I'll tell you so I, I, I loved before going to school and university, I love to make oatmeal with fruits. And every time I ate this, I felt this acidity. I would burp like this acidic, the acidic, you know, feeling. Um, and I was like, all right, let me find out Dr. Sabi stuff. I substituted oatmeal for quinoa and I, and I added like, you know, my things and I made it sweet, which is quinoa is a cereal type of grain. And so, I did the same thing I did, but I just switched the oatmeal from the quinoa and I didn't have these burps anymore. You would never think that oatmeal, right, would give you burps. Yeah. So so oatmeal is actually an acidic substance. It's not not as natural as people think. And you would think that that is the naturalest thing you could get, right? So so that's why, that's when I started to really pay attention and realize this guy might have something after all. And, And again, I was already kind of halfway there to his philosophy but even then there was this resistance right like nah i like my oatmeal whatever like Mm -hmm. and then see and that's the problem with scientists too and doctors the resistance to change the the resistance to go against the grain you know a lot of astrophysiologists that we've talked to they're they're you know they know that things are different now but they don't want to go against the grain Mm -hmm. so a lot of these astrophysiologists and doctors and the list goes on they know that things are different now and they know what they're giving out or, or what they're teaching or pushing isn't right anymore. But they don't want to be that doctor, that astrophysiologist, the forensic scientist. They don't want to be that one to go against the 100 years yeah. of what was thought. Because you get ostracized. Right, and then the few that do and come out and say, hey, look, no. you know, Look, I, I don't come out of my cave, but I'm going to come out of my cave now because it's just too yeah. wrong, which we've seen during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And they go against the grain and they get murdered. So then the guys that were like maybe on the tip of coming out, they're like, huh, I'm going back in the tunnel, you know, Mm -hmm. because they don't want to get killed. And, and that's a horrible thing because it's, it stunts growth. It stunts Mm -hmm. growth in healing, medical, whatever it may be, because these guys don't want to go against the grain. Right, right, right. Actually, you know, if I may share this with you guys, um, because this, this goes so deep for me, I found this out through this uh, movie that was made and it might it might feel like it's off topic but it's not trust me it's called the mystery of the sphinx right so in africa everybody knows the the landmark the sphinx right Mm -hmm. so this movie came out in the 90s they got this geologist from harvard to go to check out the sphinx and this guy says by looking at the sphinx he says man this the sphinx has weathering but it's from water not from sand. You got to watch this, Rob. And, and and so I'm not even joking. This was they they get 
a bunch of people to look at the Sphinx, like all these geologists, and they all agree, but it goes against the narrative of the of the Egyptologists that have this sort of timeline of when the Egyptians did what they did. Because when you look at when was the last time that there was a lot of water in the Sahara, we're talking about almost 200,000 years. We're talking oh, wow. way back. So it goes against the 10,000, 15,000 year history of humankind. And this movie captures it. Like it literally captures this. Look, this the geologist from Harvard had no agenda. He's like, look, I, I don't have any agenda. I don't, I'm not trying to do anything other than to tell you that like that weathering comes from water. Like that's it. There's no other way. And all the geologists agree, but there's politics in, in play. So that movie for me, it let me know that even within the scientific community, there's a lot of politics and interests and, you know, it's a deep topic just because even within the wellness industry, there are a lot of healing technologies that were developed over the years. And I've done my research on a lot of these things. So, you know, it's nothing new. The only thing that we can do is educate people and and tell, telling people to research themselves. Like, you know, you guys that are watching this, you guys can watch this movie, Mystery of the Sphinx, and you know how we've been dealing with scientific facts for years. I mean... You know, the electric car is nothing new. Nothing new. Uh, nothing new. There's yeah. There's been people developing a lot of different methods. And, you know, we're, unfortunately, I feel like as human society, we have been handicapped by special interests in yeah. many ways. Times a million. Uh, <laughs> and in that movie, remember, that lake was right there. You know, like mm -hmm. where the Sahara is? Mm -hmm. there were, like a thick, a big lake. It was mm -hmm. separated. It wasn't just all one. Mm -hmm. 2,000 or 3,000 years ago, there was a massive, they call it a lake. To me, it looked like a mini ocean, but it was mm -hmm. separate. Tons of water right there in between. And that's how they, you know, nobody knows because nobody was there, but the couple that go against the grain, mm -hmm. but no scientist. It's documentaries. Mm -hmm. like, like you go out to the Sahara Desert, you take your, you know, what's that camera called everybody uses all the time? GoPro. GoPro, GoPros. you know, you go out there and you study it, you do the research. And then when you talk to them, they show you maps that there was a huge lake in the Sahara Desert. Mm -hmm. But you'll never, I haven't personally, and I've studied it because it's super interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, everything was built and came up and went down and, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. with the oceans and everything. And when you see that it was there and it makes total sense, but then you can't find one scientist, archaeologist, not one that actually wrote a paper and submitted it. Not one. Mm. Even though they have the map of it there and it makes total sense and they'll come out and say, yeah, it was there, but they don't put it in literature. Right. And, That's and how fucking crazy. With with this is really important too. Um, I know that a lot of people love the pyramids. There's a documentary out there where a lot of engineers, my dad's an engineer, he builds stuff, so that's part of why I'm interested in all this. Did you ever ask him about the pyramids? Lot. I'd love yeah, to know what that meant. They said so. they said that, like, even right now with the equipment we have, like, it's hard to build, to replicate it. It's actually impossible. The the, the blocks weigh too much. How and could they have built them? What's your opinion? Give me your opinion, I don't, Tommy. I don't, Come on, Tommy. Okay. You brought the pyramids up. Tyler uh, should have warned you. No, no, no. I'm just <laughs> saying because it, that's, that's one of those things that I was faced with because I was again I, I went to UF right and I was taking a class called African history obviously the pyramids are in Africa so people don't know that 
They're but, even in but, Mexico. But, uh, Mexico <laughs> yeah, there's Columbia. everywhere. I couldn't believe it. It's yeah. everywhere. But but yeah, and in, in school they tell you that they build them with copper ropes and then <laughs> and then <laughs> copper like copper utensils and ropes and right. then yeah one of those one of those little bricks is a ton yeah yeah i, I know and then and then on the, at the same time that i'm Top taking this class you go to youtube and you have all these engineers from france saying like look with even with the cranes right now we cannot do it so i, I just think there's a lot more mystery to life than we know and i think that i personally i live my life more open than not uh, you know, I, I noticed you got your your, your all kinds collection, of shit going on all yeah, kinds yeah. of stuff. But, um, but yeah, not to you know, not to be, um, not to be going too much off the wall. But what I think has brought a lot of value to my life has been learning from directly from the people that I've wanted to learn. And so you know, you can learn about all kinds of things when you when you do that because you you better believe that all people high influence people know about a lot of topics and you'd be surprised like you know um there's a lot of people who know a lot dr sabi knew a lot he knew he knew michael jackson he knew like a lot of celebrities he knew a lot of people yeah so by me sitting with him it, it you know fast forward my my success you know like i saw his his mistakes the things that he did and i think that you know, I learned from that. And I also learned from the great things that he did. And and that's why what I've done in memory of all my teachers, not just Dr. Sebi, because a lot of people have taught me, you know, I've had mentors in business. I've had mentors in music. I've had mentors in film, uh, mentors in herbalism, of course. And uh, that's, that's how I think I'm going to continue to impact the world because I keep learning from the people that I know have things to teach me and you know even now there's so much to learn and discover for sure uh, but what I've done in memory of my teachers is you know Sunray Wellness is is a reflection of my teachers in all of my products I say in honor of Rasta Hootie and Dr. Savi which are basically the biggest influences for me when it comes to the natural healing arena and I called my program Fasting with the Masters. And I did that because it was it was learning from masters that I was able to even put everything that I have together. And when I when I show you these testimonies, it's not even as a way to to say I did this. It's a way to show what's possible in nature because I, like Dr. Sabi and my teachers before me, you know, one day I'm not going to be here, but these teachings will. And, you know, that's we're all, there's always going to be somebody that's going to talk about this, you know. And there's always been somebody throughout the years and years and years that we've been living that has, you know, shared a message that's similar. And so what I think is that people should know is that mastery is possible. You know, you you can master your body, your mind, and, you know, harness your full potential, your spirit, right? Because that's ultimately what illness does. It doesn't allow you to manifest your full potential. When you're you're experiencing acne or diabetes, whatever, you're not out there playing. You're not present. Remember we talked about it? Mm -hmm. Because even even with a headache, so simple, but you're not going to be able to have a full conversation with me because you're thinking about how painful it is to have a headache. And that's what I realized and we want to bring that to everybody but we're doing that with teachings at work which is why 
fasting with the masters is the program that it does you know all these different testimonies you know every so often that that we get it's because we do that with mastery so i created a program that i wanted when i was starting out you know what i mean like i created something that i would have wanted to have you know um because a lot of people want to meet dr sabi or have desires to have met him oh you're so lucky they always say to me oh you're so lucky you met dr sabi like lucky like lucky like i i worked for years with a with a mentor like my parents did not buy me the ticket there like i got it with all of my hard work and scholarship and nobody wanted me to go to honduras believe me my mom and my dad were like there's all kinds of crimes there do not what go are you crazy you Tom? crazy yeah. like la, la. Um, lucky yeah no no you just didn't see the amount of work and time i put in to this to get to the point where right. you got to right so you know um after dr sabi died i like i shared I, I met all these different healers and i think that i i learned so much more like the the urinary tract story with the with the kidney stones like i mean dr sabi didn't tell amazing. me that you yeah. see what i'm saying yeah. so like you learn from from everybody you take the good i think for me it's been like that i've ignored a lot of the crazy things believe me in the <laughs> healing world a lot of these I shamans can only imagine, a lot of these shamans in the jungle you know they're not they're not monks they're yeah. they they have a lot of influence and and they're human you know and they're human too but um you know just the other day in our community in Miami i say just the other day but it happened many 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 months back there's all kinds of things happening with shamans and sexual misconduct and all kinds of things and so you know with healers a lot of people are looking for the real deal in shamanism and in in plant medicines and in everything they're looking for the real people like you said in the beginning like how do you know what's fake and and so i feel like that question is what brought me even to be here right now and what's brought my products out is because people were like tommy I bought all these products from so and so. I don't even know if they work. I a lot. Can you help me? And so a lot of that has been my life is is trying to help people get back on track. You well, know? Tom, you know what happens when when somebody like Doctor Sabi passes away, and like we said, there's a hundred other guys that are just as expertish as him. It's just he is the right. most popular, like you said, right? right? right. So when <clears throat> That gets out there in the news. Now, every Tom, Dick, and Harry is a healer, right? Now, a percentage of those healers are taking advantage of that. So now, mm -hmm. John Doe goes to get healed because he thinks he's, you know, a mentor of Dr. Sabi because now you have the internet. You can say whatever you want. And you go there, and next thing you know, you go get some alkaline water. You get some plant-based food. Who knows what the hell's in it? And you don't even remember what happened the last night. Mm. And that's what these people do. That's what they were doing, mm. you know. And it it doesn't mean that the shamans or or whatever group it is are bad. That's just one bad tool in the toolbox. But that sets off a tone that, uh, you know, I don't want to be around that. Then they go to you because they know that you personally dealt with Doctor Sabi, and they know that, you know, they're not going to go to Joe Schmo over here. Maybe not wake up, or you know what people do. I right, mean, this right. is real. This isn't just playing around. Right, you know? right. And I and I mean, just to be just to be real, there's a lot of people with. I would say, you know, I don't know their life. I don't know. Arguably, perhaps with less experience than me, way more popular selling products. A lot of a lot of times, 
a lot of people that buy from them, they come from to me or they're like, look, I bought all I have is products, but I, I have no idea how how to do because that's 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 a big thing. Like, look, I can buy BMW car parts and I can try to put it together by myself, but I'm not a BMW, you know, manufacturer or I'm not a mechanic. Pack, yeah. So I think like the Internet is great because it, it gives you reach in a lot of things. You can read about a lot of stuff, but a lot of people are getting inspired by Dr. Sebi. They they read they, a book about herbalism and, and they think that they're an herbalist. And a lot of a lot of those people are just not mechanics buying BMW car parks trying to put it together in their house. And I think that um, I wouldn't dabble into things that I don't know or and try to do something, you know, shitty. Excuse me my language, but it's true. Like I I took thirteen years to, to do this, you know. I mean these formulas they they took time and it took trial, it took uh, you know, understanding the way compounds work. It took... Well, look, when uh, you were talking about the water, both of us were trying to get it out quick to ask, well, what are your... We, were, we couldn't wait to ask what water, couldn't you? <laughs> you know what I mean? So you see the interest because we know that you know, mm-hmm. right? So when you know that you know, I don't have to go to Whole Foods or whatever half-ass place, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and half of it's real and good and legitimate, and the other half, they got a kick. It's just yeah. the way it is. Right, right, right. It's just... It's just yeah. business, right? You know, Amazon yeah. comes in. Hey, we're taking because Whole Foods messed up, so Amazon came in and bought whatever percentage of it they own it. That's why Whole Foods is on Amazon. So now you have one aisle of probably ten percent of the aisle is legitimate and right, and the other ninety, who knows? So that's why him and I were looking at you like, which one is it? Which one is it? And and right. you're and you're in that great position where you can help people with that because nobody knows. And mm. who the hell do you trust these days? With something like this, who can you trust? Me personally yeah, as a citizen, appreciate it. with the crazy shit going on right now, <laughs> not anybody I don't know. Or like, you know, I know Tyler. I know how he is. And right, Tyler right. and I talk a lot. So, you know, if he says Tommy knows the stuff, I know you right. know your stuff. So I want to know what the hell you're, this alkaline thing. Yeah, and I, I think- And the brand. Right, right. <laughs> you got to make your own water, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. I, I think <laughs> what you're saying to me hits home. Uh, just because for for a lot of times I I struggled with uh, with that because in my community there were people you know getting I would say deceived a lot of that was happening I'll say uh, a lot of deceived that, out the end deceived <laughs> you go to your your primary care physician you're gonna get deceived it's whatever mm-hmm. drug he's getting a kick that month for that's just the way it is yeah. And I much rather take a plant or something from an animal that works or whatever it may mm-hmm. be than any pill ever because it's never going to work anything like a plant. And I don't mm-hmm. care what you believe. If you look at a tiger and a cat and you don't see a similarity, you need a really good doctor. Like, well, not a doctor, like a really good therapist. Right, right. Okay? You look at a wolf and a dog and you don't see a diff- uh, similarity, no matter what you believe, they look pretty fucking close, right? Mm-hmm. Okay? So- Something from an animal or a plant, the body is obviously going to uh, absorb. React to it better. Way better, right? I mean, it, it doesn't take a brain surgeon to figure that out. But a brain surgeon will tell you opposite. That's what's crazy. <laughs> but he knows. When he goes to bed at night, he knows. There's a lot of research Sorry, I really don't out. like big pharma. No, no, no. It's okay. Because I'm with you with all this. There's a lot of research coming out um, about this. One of the the things that I love in MIT, they, they did a study on fasting, and they talk about how like fasting boosts stem cells research or whatever. 
And just underneath that, they don't even hesitate. They're like, drug that could mimic fasting, like blah, blah, blah. And look, I, I think Western medical system has this place. I've broken bones. You know, if I... But go back to that. Time. God forbid if anything happens to me, because I need to get sewn back thing. up. How could I, you take I, a I, pill to fast? <laughs> Just explain that. I, I, in my book, I go into detail about this because I, I use that MIT reference and I go into detail about how a drug can never mimic fasting. Because what fasting is, is you're, 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 I mean, you're, you're not digesting as much foods or you're trying to maximize your digestive energy to use it in other ways. So that's what fasting is. And we fast whether we like it or not. Because when we wake up in the morning, we have breakfast. It literally is breaking fast because we're we're in a state of rest when we're sleeping. And that's why they say that you build muscle also while you rest. And that's because when we are in that state of fasting, there's a lot of things that go on. RAM, everything uh, else. Yes, right, yes. Yeah. A, a, lot of, uh, a lot of things are happening for us. And <clears throat> I would assume that we agree on this is that fasting is more than just not eating, right? So you take a pill, okay, it makes you not hungry. The point of the fasting, which you're, the courses that you do in the retreats, right? Within all of what you're doing, the fasting isn't just about you not eating. It's the mental, right? Mm-hmm. It's the mentalness. You can't, you're not eating. You have to fight through it. You, you know. There's different types of fasting. Explain I think to me why yeah. fasting is so important to you. Yeah, so there's different types. Like I said, dry fasting is what when you don't eat anything. Liquid fasting is when you're drinking water and maybe juices and stuff like that. Um, you're doing uh, raw foods. A lot of people like just eating fruits, vegetables, salads, and stuff without cooking it. Uh, there's also where you could uh, liquefy everything, cooked or not cooked. Um, you could also do, um, you know, uh, abstaining from meats and stuff could be a, a types of fast. When you look at the definition of fasting it's literally defined as the abstention of certain foods and drinks or all foods and drinks so fasting is a general term that can be applied to different topics what fascinated me about fasting was that it's in a lot of religious traditions around the world uh, fasting is mentioned particularly in the medical research facility it's uh, it's helping us understand how to live longer you know, they did experiments on mice and they found that fasting for them, you know, was better for their longevity. For us, I think it does us a lot of good and, you know, we can do it in a lot of ways. So what I'm saying is uh, certain types of fasting might be good for one person, but maybe another types of fast might be good for the other. So there's ways in which I help people apply that into their life. How would a liquid diet be fasting, though? Because you would take actual food and blend it into well, a liquid, yeah. You're right? abstaining from anything that is not liquefied. So it, 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 by, but it's by still def- calories. By definition, though. yeah. So fasting is not the abstention of calories. See, I think, see, that's what I think. I right. think of calories, right? So when you say a liquid diet, why well, I say, well, that's not fasting because you're just, you're taking calories, blending it and drinking it instead of eating it. Right. Uh, but, but a lot of things happen that are good for the body when you do that. So uh, when, what what happens? Because you're still eating the food, it's just blended. Right. There's um there's a certain metabolic function that allows the body to not spend as much of the digestive energy that you would otherwise Because do. it's already in liquid form. Yeah, it's already in liquid form. So uh, you when you try different types of fasts, you you Makes can sense. tell the subtlety so 
excuse me, when you when you take like juices without any fiber, and then when you take like soups with fiber, and then you try it, you would get different results. Like you would feel a lot more heavy with like a soup versus uh, something that has no fiber in your body. Makes sense. And so that's how you can intensify types of fast. For most people, when they come into my program, they do intermittent fasting, which is a mixture of a time period where they're not eating anything solid and a time where they are. So um, you can intensify that as you will. So some people, they only have water during the the liquid time and then you know they eat whatever they want later in the day some people they have water coffee tea some people they have water juices some people they they have water juices smoothie tea and whatever they want <laughs> you know um they could essentially mold fasting to whatever anybody wants to to experience when i had the engineering firm we were going around to a lot of places <clears throat> i can't tell you how many people i met like 40s, 50s, 55, that would do this, mm-hmm. I want your opinion on it. They wouldn't eat from, like they would go to bed at, say, 11 o'clock at night. So 11 o'clock at night till 5 p.m. So 11 p.m. all through the night, all day long, till 5, 6 p.m., they won't eat. Mm-hmm. And then they had two, three hours where they could eat whatever they want. So then they would, like, hog down a large pizza, three buckets of ice cream. You know, I'm exaggerating, but they would eat a ton. Right. So their hours of eating was five to seven. That's intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting. But I mean, they would go to town. They they could. And and technically, do you think that that's healthy? It's a good question. I think intermittent fasting is by far the most popular type. And the reason why it is, is because people can eat whatever they want. While they do intermittent fasting, while they practice intermittent fasting. Yeah, because they figure, well, if I can just go 13 hours without eating, 14 hours, I can go have yeah, a large pizza eat. with Parmesan and, and yeah, blah, blah, blah. And people lose weight and people, you know, do that just simple thing and don't even change their diet at all. And, and they <laughs> have great results. What do you think about that? Health-wise, I don't think it's good. I think yeah. I think that breaking your fast is an important thing. So when your body is in a state of fasting the things that you should be ingesting are fruits herbal teas kind of stuff like that light you you kind of bring more nourishment like that and then you ease your way into something heavy a lot of people practice intermittent fasting different ways i know that people sometimes break their intermittent fasting with sausages (laughs) Uh, you know, like yeah. heavy stuff. Yeah. Um, just because there's a lot of people in the keto world that eat meat, animal products and stuff and do intermittent fasting. It's not to knock anything on anyone, just uh, making observations. The amount of people that have come to me because mm-hmm. they've had constipation due to keto and stuff like that is because, you know, we are... We are mostly supposed to be eating fruits and vegetables um, and we should be drinking a lot of liquids because our body is 70% of liquids really. So that's what Dr. Sebi said. He said to me like if we're, if we're 75% water then our our diet should be 75% liquid. Well, well that, that would make sense, right? That's what he said. And that's why a lot of people when they practice intermittent fasting, which is exactly that, they have good results because they're limiting all the food that they're eating and they're giving their body more time to have liquids. So how does, uh, astro astrophysiology or 
astrology. How does that play into the healing? Okay. That like astrology. Uh, yeah, astrology. I said it wrong. No, I had no to say worries, a couple no things worries. wrong. Yeah. Um, how did how does did you that catch plan? that from my website? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, I went that. <laughs> so, um, I think it, it does a number of things. From what I've studied, I think that um, astrology, depending on the, the the things that you consider, can tell you your mineral deficiencies or not, and that's something that. Um, this uh this doctor developed called uh um his name escapes me Schuler I think is his name um his cell salts and he he basically said that when you incinerate a cell like when you when you burn it mm-hmm. you get 12 mineral salts and uh ironically that's 12 12 of the zodiacs uh 12 months of the year and so this guy came up with a system to to put specific minerals for their zodiac sign and they call them the mineral cell salts and for me i know this is really interesting so i'll talk about myself and then you know from there people can get their opinion because i struggled with a lot of skin issues i noticed that um particularly in in my astrology there is a, a mineral compound that is attributed to the sign virgo which is which I'm a Virgo, have a lot of Virgo when you, when you study my astrology, but regardless of what it means to anybody, according to this system that I just spoke about called the cell salts, the mineral that corresponds to Virgo is called potassium sulfate. And when you lack that mineral, you have dryness behind the ears, dry skin, dry scalp, uh, you know, bad uh, nails, bad nails, all that, yeah. all that stuff. Bad. Yeah. So, uh, I struggled with, strangely enough, like that's been one of my struggles was uh, dry scalp, seborrheic dermatitis, acne, all the stuff dealing with the skin. So when I started fixing that, I started figuring out that I can get potassium sulfate through watercress, uh, cucumbers, a lot of different minerals, uh, you know, plant medicine foods, plant supplements. And as a result of that, you know, I, I got rid of all of the little ridges that I had on my nails and you know the dry scalp is 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 non-existent sometimes i get i could get flaky if i put oil and i go out into the sun and but it's okay i just wash it off but you know the the ways that i've learned about the body they they're probably not common to a lot of people but uh, there's all types should of be. things should be i mean there's there's all these homeopathic methods that i've learned uh, that's just one of them and sometimes i use that method to help people because it could be the missing link for a lot of people. It I might. think that's all it's huge. And when yeah. I <clears throat> when I studied that, and I did hard, mm. it, it it was based upon the moon, where the moon was, mm-hmm. and the gravitational pull would shift sand, the waves, right? You know, because the moon controls the waves. That's how we know astrology works, right? Because the moon controls the waves, so therefore it would control the sand under the waves, right? Or water too. There you go. So the gravitational pulls of these mm-hmm. planets, and they they pull our water inside of us too. That's why lot, if you heard the term lunatic. Yeah. Luna. It, yeah. It's because Luna, the moon is because yeah. they found that when there was a full moon, a lot more crimes would happen. A lot more crazy things would happen. So people say lunatic as like, you're crazy. Yeah. Um, but it comes from that term. People say it's a pseudoscience, but when you consider that, like, a, like you said, waves are determined by the, by the moon phases or whatever, um, I do find a lot of merit on this. Uh, there's 
I'm going to write a book on this specifically because so what happened is, is that when I wrote fasting with the masters, the first edition of it, I put some of that research in there, but I find that I want to give it its proper, you know, proper formation. I have to write a book only about that where yeah, I can really dive it, deeper. It's too complex it's just too to much. throw it's it in with lot. something a, else. Yeah, yeah. Because so, you have Jupiter pulling too. So the rings on Jupiter is what planets, controls the moon. All the planets. So if you don't have yeah. those rings on Jupiter, then there's no gravitational pull from the moon. The moon goes wherever the hell. We're done for. Right. And everything changes. So when you go all the way back to that salt that we're mm -hmm. talking about, it goes from Jupiter, the moon, right. to us. Crazy, yeah, huh? Right, right. And and just for people, you know, for people that are hearing this, they might be lost or whatever. Like, I'm not even talking about any of the influences that people have with astrology predicting your future. Like, all I'm talking about is, you know, physical mineral compounds that, you know, can be attributed to how we operate. So it, that's how I use it. That's how I use that knowledge to mm -hmm. help people with mineral deficiencies. I don't dive into the whole conspiracy. You know, well, blah, blah. I mean, you well, know. We're, we're talking facts about why the moon's where it's at and how the sand is where it is and how the salt became the salt. Astrology is complex. You have <laughs> oh, yes. you have a lot of you have your moon. You have your 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 Mercury. You have like all these things, and and it's a lot. And it's it's a whole. It's a whole thing. It's not just your moon and your sun or like, I'm a Virgo, so therefore I do this. It's not like that. You got to write a book on that. Well, here's the thing. All of the all of the zodiacs are inside of our body. And that's actually studying this stuff is how I found Dr. Sebi. So um, they say that uh, Aries, which is the, the first zodiac, it's called the, the, the goat, the, the ram. Sorry, they call it the ram. So it's the head. Because you see, like rams, like they they're always like with their head, <laughs> and so the last the last sign of the zodiac is the two fishes, which is called Pisces, and oh, that's fuck. that's our two feet. That's me. That's our two feet. What what does Pisces mean to you? What what's what's that? It's mean a it's a it's a uh, zodiacs are they're distributed in different elements. So there's, there's water signs, air signs, earth signs, fire signs. Pisces is a water sign. Um, you know, and, and, uh, there's a lot to it. There's a lot more to you than just that, but which, that's, that's which was the fun one when we were in school and we were like, you do not want to date her. She's, what was the, what was that sign when you would check know. and see if the girl was at? Cause you would be like, oh boy, I'll never hear the end of this. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I would say Aries. Aries. <laughs> I, I think it was Aries. It, it was whichever one that was the big drama queen and going to, it was just, it had headaches stamped. We would, we would go around, when's her birthday? She's hot. Not anymore. See ya. Next one. Nah, I'm just joking. There's, there's all, <laughs> just all kinds of people out there. Yeah, who the good Aries, bad Aries, good Virgos, bad Virgos, whatever. No, I probably know. just uh, picked a bad one <laughs> every single time. <laughs> About 0 for 20 you right should, now. You should talk to uh, I should take a fucking Tyler. course is what I should do and get my head together. <laughs> it's funny. You, be, you know, I think it's funny. Um, Tyler, not that I, I don't want to put you into the spot, but I think like he's had like without knowing just he's only dated one Zodiac sign. I think that's kind of fascinating. Uh, only Libras, huh? Yeah. Never know. You know, I, I think that there's a lot of people that without knowing people's signs, like they naturally have compatibility and they marry without knowing that, oh, this person is a Taurus and I'm supposed to be with this Taurus or whatever. You know, there's a lot of people who do it without knowing. You know, my dad is one of them. He doesn't care. But it's funny that him and his him and his current wife, they, <laughs> they do match like in the Zodiac. So it's funny. Kind of off subject, but I, I remember when I was younger, they w we would go out and really. The, like girls would come up and be like, 
when it was a big thing when they would look at it. What are you? I'm a Pisces. Oh, oh, well. I mean, it was that. It was that great. Remember that really? time period? Maybe it was wow. the, the '99. You were only nine years old. I was not close. Yeah, it, it was like <laughs> it was like '99, 2000 when it was a big thing when everybody would look at it and read it and base yeah, their day yeah, off yeah. of it. And girls wouldn't date certain guys, and guys wouldn't date certain girls, and it was just the newspaper article. Let's Who the be, hell knows? Be real. The it was mostly girls, <laughs> girls not dating certain guys. All right, like, let's try to give myself. Asshole. Let's be real, because because we guys like yeah, we're, we don't. Care. I don't care. <laughs> I like, I like we would joke around, you know, about who it was. Like, oh boy, she's gonna be a rough one tonight. Yeah, but we just yeah. don't do it. But the girls would be like, nope, nope, X. You know, like we're the devil or something. If you're, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, just no, that's funny. funny. That's funny. So now but, I yeah, thank you for asking. I know a lot of people want to know about the whole cell salts, and and you know, I, I do have it hidden there, and I've kind of avoided it just because there's a lot to to dive deep, and it kind of sounds like a, a rabbit hole to some people, too. You know? Well, it is, a ra- it is really, you know, mm-hmm. so, and like you said with the astrology, you know, you want to do a book just on that because yeah, it's so complex to. and so deep, right, Tommy, that you can't incorporate that with something else. It has to right. just be that. Right. So, you know, maybe you would have five different books specifically on them, you know, mm-hmm. different things that you're passionate about and you right, know right, about, right. and then one monster of everything. Right. Type I mean, of thing. right now I'm I'm kind of I did that. So, um fasting with the masters, at first it was one thing and it had all these types of topics, but now I created this uh three uh, a three set of books. So essentially it's a it's a set of three. One of them is my story from beginning to end, so like me coming over here you know, having a bad time with the food and like all the stuff, all the way to meeting Dr. Sebi, our pictures, me getting on the plane like that. Uh, that that one's called the path to self-healing. So that one is my story. I want people to relate to to the things that I went through, right? Creating my company, all that. That's there. And then I, I, I separated that uh, into two other manuals that complement the story. One of them is a, a fasting manual, which is really important. I talk about all things relating to fasting and what's the safest form and why it's good, why it's not safe uh, to do it if you don't know what you're doing and all these things. So that became a thing. And then I, I created a whole detox manual as well that complements it. So understanding some of the stuff about natural plants, not you know hybrid foods, all the stuff Dr. Sebi talked about. There's other ways to help your body heal and and become alkaline and so i talk about that there as well so where can we get these three going going to the sauna is one like you know these these different things that are complementary therapies so you can get them on my well we'll share the links so people below they can be able to access it to go directly to it but essentially it's a three set of, of books uh called fasting with the masters all relating to the program and you know i mentioned that the detox programs that we have within the umbrella fasting with the masters are there as well. And that, that ultimately goes to the book and the song, you know, right. So it's all related, the book, the song, the programs, the retreats all under the same fasting with the masters umbrella. So, um, why is music so important to all this? Music is important because in the traditions of the Amazon rainforest, when you do a sacred plant medicine ceremony, you start to see that vibration is an important thing. And when I studied in UF uh, religion, I did a project on the Hare Krishnas that really illuminated to this truth. And I think you like hearing what I have to say, which is, and the people too, which is essentially that 
frequency is everything. And the reason why we get Wi-Fi and it goes through the walls of our house and you can be in your kitchen and you can have the router in upstairs, right? And you can still get signal, right? It means that the signal frequency is going through physical matter is going through the walls and you still get access to it. And the Hare Krishnas believe that the the chanting of the mantras that we hear, um, if, if anybody has heard the Hare Krishnas chant, they say that that's the most important spiritual devotion because you're chanting holy names and it's frequency and it goes through the physical matter of physical body. So it goes straight to the heart. When, when you chant something. Just like the Wi-Fi. Right. It's just like the Wi-Fi and just like frequencies that you can go through. So Great analogy. When you are working in plant medicine world, <laughs> plant medicine <laughs> dimensions, uh, you know, there's usually a shaman that has a repertoire of healing tools in the form of songs. And, you know, that happens a lot with ayahuasca ceremonies. So music and plant medicine was revealed to me when I had my first ayahuasca plant medicine ceremony. So whenever there's, you know, ceremonies in all traditions, whether it's peyote, San Pedro, all these sacred medicines, there's always a drum and there's always a prayer. And and these songs, it's not just, you know, it's not just a song. Because I feel like in modern society, we think of songs. Yeah, songs. I can put on my iPod, like, you know, 50 Cent in the club. Like That's what people think. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But these these are ceremonial prayers that we can call songs. So when, when someone is going to a, a trance in a plant medicine, you have the song that guides your spirit so that way it doesn't get lost. So it's interesting that in a plant medicine ceremony, you know, music is, is an integral part. So for me, when I started to get initiated in these practices, I started to host ceremonial spaces. And that's when, when I started to put my talent in music that I've had for years, channeled it into healing arts as well. So music is important because it, it, it carries a message and a prayer and intention and so when when I created this song called Fasting with the Masters and I, I modeled it off of that, I realized how important it was because culture is important. And nobody has to take anything that I recommend. You know, they don't have to take my product. They don't have to take alkaline water. They don't have to do anything. But they can listen to the song and they can hear the message. They can hear the, the 13 years of going into the jungle, meeting with these teachers you hear it all there because not only is my body clean, you know, from all the years of work. So my thoughts, the way that I channel the music, the way that I arrange things, uh, you know, it's really entertaining. The guy uh, who produced it, he's he's actually a keyboard, a keyboard player for Julian Marley. His name is Jamie Hickson. Shout out to Jamie if you ever watch this. But yeah, he, he's the one that produced the song. And it has shamanic elements and reggae has been, you know, a big part of my life. So uh, we mixed it all together. So the genre is reggae, but it's like shamanic, you know, so it has that message. So music is important because people can listen to it 
you know, without having to take anything and they could feel medicine, they could feel healing. And would you say when you use the music at the ceremonies, it's used just to make it a, a simple term to get you in the mood, mm-hmm. to get the mind, the body, every emotions in the mood to start the ceremony. It's, it's, it's a bit more than that. Yeah. But I'm just trying to simplify. Quick. No, I know. Right? You, you no, know I, I mean? It's more to it. Um, there's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know how to explain this. I'm a, I'm a try. I tried my best. To, no, but yeah. let me, let me share that. Um, cause it's not setting the mood It's not. So that way everything's okay. Because sometimes you would hear a shaman sing a song and people just start purging. Uh, like, cause, cause there's specific Quechua words. Quechua is the language of the indigenous and there's specific words that like have a frequency you know just like i could say i love you love has a free has a has a frequency isn't so, it like a sonic sound or something that it will hit a certain way and can really affect yeah you know? like you'd be in a ceremony and there would be a shaman singing a song and somehow that the frequency is hitting your your liver like, yeah and you'd be like yeah. what the heck mm-hmm. and so i remember being in a ceremony where you know a shaman started singing a different song and and the 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 visuals of the of the frequency they could take people to a space that you need to to watch so a lot of people they create you know they create blockages in their mind oh, or, yeah. or where they where they bury things mm-hmm. so sometimes you just need this this shaman from Peru to be like, yeah, 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 and then like, it just goes straight to you. And you're like, what, why am I thinking about when I was eight that I was doing? And then people just start purging all of the stuff. So shamanism, music is a big, big, big thing. And, uh, not, it's not just a song. So not everybody could do it. I feel like you have to have a real shamanic ability to, to perform this. And, and, you know, Tyler has seen, some of these things with his own eyes and and understands what what he's talking about so for people that don't know tyler benison he did you know a podcast interview here uh you could check it out as well (laughs) (laughs) they're very well they're very well they did really good but it it makes total sense because these guys know the sonics and and the beats and you call it a beat but it's not a beat what i'm getting from you is every tone in that song there's a reason for that tone being in that song yeah and i mean Earlier, it might sound <laughs> what I what I did with my voice. It, it might sound funny to a lot of people, but you you look at ayahuasca songs from Peruvian shamans and the sounds that come out of these people. You'd be like, whoa! And and it's kind of like that. These like these like they're they're they use different musical scale that and these are songs to them that the plants have taught them. That's actually one of the things that I want to share with you. Is that like. Through the use of plant medicine, some of the stuff that they sing, they say comes straight from the plants themselves. Really interesting. There's a device that came out, you know, just a few years ago where you can put little pads on plants and you put them on the leaves and somehow it translates the electric current that that gets from the plants and puts it into music. I saw that. You know, so, they, they, so, you know it, they have feelings. They they, you know, they have their own language. That's they happening. Do. It's proven. You know, my uncle, <laughs> for, for years and years and years, he has a green thumb, we always mm. And we laugh at him because he would go outside. And talk to his friends. And he would talk to the fucking plants. And we'd be like, what? Have you been drinking? Like, <laughs> uncle, uncle Bob, are you okay? He's like, 
the plants respond to your voice. They respond, and I'm like, and but he always had a green. He could take a plant that was dead and resurrect it from the dead. Well, one is yeah. he's putting a lot of oxygen on it, I or guess. carbon monoxide, yeah, or whatever yeah. the opposite. But no, they they've they did a. I think a study came out about <laughs> what's. Did you read maybe 17 years ago in in the American Medical Journal? Oh, really? Which was surprising that they actually put it in there. That they have communication. Every plant has a way of communication. Like literally, communication, communication. Mm-hmm. For them to put that in the American wow. uh, Medical Study of Journals, I was like, well, this will be here for about a month before they take it off. Because a lot of times you'll see them yeah. put things that should be in there on, and then they yank it. I got a, I got a yeah. weird qu- random question. Um, what do you think, or have you done it, or know anyone does it? I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Reiki? Oh, Reiki? Reiki. Energy medicine, they call it. Yes. So I had it done to me last year mm-hmm. or year before. Yeah. In person or like long distance? Uh, in person. Oh. Um. And the person that did it, I you know, I, I was one that was very, eh, I don't, this is, I don't believe this. And she said, don't go into it like that because you go into it like that, you, whatever. And I went into it with a positive mind and I did feel some, it was different. I, I get uh, my problem is at night when I sleep. I have uh, what do they call it when your feet keep moving? Mm. Uh, restless leg syndrome. syndrome. I had that terribly. Oh wow! So not a sit there, sit there. It's awful. It's terrible. It's the weirdest thing. It's like a phantom feeling. Mm. And she did this Reiki, and and it's been like I said about a year, but for months I didn't have that at all. And what the hell's Reiki? She can, Reiki, um, I don't know the exact term of the word itself, but it's essentially energy medicine. So it's taking sending energy to someone oh. for healing so you could do it through through the hands usually um some people do it through long distance I, I think intention is a big thing when when you consider everything there's a movie i love it's called heal it's a documentary it came out a few years ago it was on netflix for a while now i don't know where you could find it uh but it's it's called heal and it takes into account all the things people have done to recover from terminal things or, you know, um, a lot of people going through their healing journey and it mentions all kinds of things. And you'd be surprised. There is this um, TED Talk by this lady named Anita Morgiani that uh, people should check out because this blew my mind. And it would blow Dr. Sabi's mind if he ever heard the story too because Dr. Sabi was, he wasn't... Um, he wasn't into any of this. Dr. Sebi didn't, had no opinion on Reiki. He didn't like to be called spiritual. He wasn't like that. Dr. Sebi was very factual when it comes to his work. He was very like, you know, plans do this and that's it. So he didn't really believe in energy medicine or anything like that. Dr. Sebi was very about his plants. For me, I think that there's so much more complexity to healing and this story in particular was what did it for me. I mean, my mom shared the story about this lady called Anita Morgiani who had terminal cancer. She had cancer everywhere, spreading all over her body. Uh, she, she went into a coma. Uh. She had fluid in her lungs. Like, she couldn't breathe. Like, it was, she went into a coma. She she died, basically. Sorry, yeah. A medical death. Yeah. But she she went into the other side as a spirit, and she said that, that while she was unconscious, while the doctors said that her body was like me, not responding, that outside of her body, she could feel everybody. 
She said she could feel the doctors, what they were thinking. She could feel her brother worrying about her in Hong Kong. And she was like, you know, in another place. Um, so, no, sorry. She Her brother was trying to go to, in, to, to Hong Kong from India because she was in the hospital in China and Hong Kong. So this is the way that, that it happened. She said that she went to the other side. Her father met her there. She said it wasn't her time. She went back into her body. And she healed herself of cancer. She's alive today. I don't know how she healed herself of cancer, but I think what she saw was from the DMT. Because it's the last thing that's released when you die. So if she right. was dead for a period of time. That could be. Yeah. That's just my opinion. But but when she came back into her body, the cancer, like there's a whole medical thing with her. Like she she got like 75% better within the week. That I have no idea. <laughs> I I can give no, you I'm like a no, good but I'm telling you scientific explanation. Watch the story. Yeah, watch the story. It's called, called Heal. Um, right? It's it. She's in the documentary. Yeah, wow. and but also she did a TED talk separately. And this lady was for me a person that let me know, and it just I think reminds the world that. We don't know shit. We don't know uh, shit. And we're a peanut. <laughs> we're a stone, actually, but we are, right? <laughs> yeah, we, we know very little about about healing. And, and so even Dr. Sabi, believe it or not, when I when I met him there and I was about to leave, he said, he said to me something about wanting to know how this plant reacts in this soil. And, and you know, he said to me, Tommy, you know, yeah, there's just so much we don't know. He said that. And he's... Mind you, 40 years into the healing world, like, you know, expert. So um, if he says there's more to do, more to find out, <laughs> yeah. then that's that's what I did. And that's why I chose to do what I did. Go to these other healers, go learn. And uh, yeah, I created the Fasting with the Masters programs as a result of all of my years, you know. So now when I go to the site, I can do it online, right? I can do a class online. Yeah, so I, I run long-distance programs. Okay, so uh, if I go to your people. website. Um, you can do a free health strategy session. Um, go go to be, the It should be page. there. Okay, so where, where should we go here? So um, say I go to the site and I want to do a little something online. I'm not ready to go to the retreat yet, but I want to do something online with you. Right, right. Yeah, you can definitely schedule a call there. There should be a, a strategy session there. So I'll go to strategy oh. sessions. Okay. Yeah, so there you could put your email and information, and then when you go down, it, it takes you to this uh, to this video with a lot of uh, information there, testimonials, and a calendar where you can. Do you want to explain some of this about uh, what people can get online if they like to? Yeah, so in my website, you'll find my products, uh, you'll find services, uh, my consultations. Um, on Instagram, you can also uh, find quick links to but there here you'll find uh, you know the sacred cleanse which is my first detox uh and and when you click on the the slide that's um so you see the three herbs there there should be another slide coming after that i think go down go down yeah so there's some of my books and you know different things you can get there just subscribe to the newsletter everything it's all there do you have the book in our audio? Yes. Cool. Cool. Yes. That's really so cool. So people can can listen to it as well. And, and then you have uh, your merchandise on there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and we that. have products and we have a little bit of merch, um, some t-shirts and, and different things, mugs for tea, obviously. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. You have to have yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, you have to. <laughs> 
So yeah, some of these uh some of these things they can get on the website, these services, you know, like some of our products. They can book a free strategy session which is they get to speak to me and that's probably the quickest way. They speak to me or Tyler. Okay, take and, take uh, me to that. So right here I just went to the website. I want to speak to you or Tyler. How do I do it? Yeah, you can you can either when you go to the products, you can also book a consultation with me. So you can do that. But if you wanted a free strategy session, you would just go to the free strategy session. Okay. You would put your email and then it would take you to a video and then a calendar. And people usually book a call. In the strategy sessions, that's where we can assess people. You know, we can find out what their goals are. People have all types of goals, weight loss, uh, weight gain, uh, you know, all kinds of things. And based on that, we recommend the best, you know, steps forward. Really? Anybody ever ask you if they can be two inches taller? <laughs> I'm shooting for five eleven. If you got something in your trick book, oh man, with plants, I actually, know. I actually did get some. You'll be a billionaire right if you me. figure that out. You figure that out how to get insoles. people a little bit taller. Insoles, insoles, insoles. Wow, That's, yeah, you could say that. Wow, he's sitting over there six two, and the rest of us, no, you don't count. What, no. Me and Tommy need two inches. <laughs> You know, it's funny. My, my father's six feet, and my grandpa's six two. And I, ca I came out like my <laughs> like my Ecuadorian grandpa. <laughs> so I came my, out. My, gran shorter. my grandfather's six six. My dad, my height. My grand, my mother was tall for a woman. For an Italian lady, she was five right. seven. That's tall for a woman back then. Right, right. right. <clears throat> my grandmother, four foot nine. Mm. Wow. It, yeah. Wow. And then she was bitching about shrinking when she got older. Swearing, yeah, 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 yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, but yeah, so sure. I take it. I that's what I got. My brother, that that prick, he got six two. Mm. He's lying. Yeah. Six one. My little brother, believe it or not, he's taller than me now. Like my little brother. Hmm. Uh, like well, at he, least your brother. He's your, got, he's your he little the, brother, so you can't get mad at. Well, I'm taller than my older. <laughs> I'm taller than my older brother. Oh, and, so you've and, got one goal for you. <laughs> yeah, and then, but then my little brother is taller than all of us. Actually, in my family, if you ever, if you ever were to see a picture of all my family, all my cousins, they're all above six feet. All right. So my brother and I are the shortest ones. So you're the midget. We're the midgets <laughs> of the family. Yeah, and and you know, and it's funny because you know we ate everything that everybody else ate. So yeah. it wasn't like I was a vegetarian and lost my nutrition. Like you know, I became. You know, vegetarian way after DNA I code, man. Yeah, I guess they can already alter it now, mm -hmm. which that's scary. That's a whole other podcast, you know. <laughs> so now you have a retreat coming up, right, on November fourth to the seventh. Yeah, believe. yeah. Okay, so I sign up for the retreat. Tell me about how that everything goes with that. Sure. So, like I said, the fasting with the masters goes all the way from the song, the book, all the way to the highest experience with us, which is the retreat. It's pure mastery so you come you detox you cleanse you assist the workshops you attend the workshops and you get exclusive knowledge on plant medicines on the specific health journey that you're on so whether your goals are to you know heal from eczema or you know just become a better person right like become healthier in general so you can go there you can learn directly from me in person all of these things that I can't really discuss in public arenas. Sure. So that, that has to be said because, mm -hmm. as you know, there's a lot of censorship in uh, in, in a lot of these things, especially... More and more and more every day, yeah, bro. Especially with, with the global situation yeah. that took place where you can't really say natural immunity anymore and all these things. Oh, so, is that another one I'm going to see in the... Because the, I could see the code. I, I'm sure uh -huh. that would be the 
the last one that they they went hard with was before the the vaccine and or after the vaccine and the covid now anything trans like if you say it all the way you'll get flagged that, sorry anything what trans trans oh. you know okay, that's okay, like the big it, thing it. that they're censoring the right, hell out right, of right, now. right 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 you know yeah, yeah, yeah. i see Unbelievable. Yeah. Thank you, Elon. Thank you again, Elon. Even yes. though you got to wait six months to take over, which is bullshit, so they can clean. Remember, you were talking about cleaning up, you know, clean up the dirtiness so of see. whoever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah because yeah, you know yeah. he's going to put They're that gonna... open source code. Yeah. They're going like this all day long. They got 50 people, they got 5,000 people in that room going like this delete, 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 delete. Twitter went mm. to, like the, the the CEO the former CEO of Twitter went Dempsey. to court yeah. not to court he was questioned yeah, I, I forgot what it was it there was, was some legal overlap yeah, and they called him in like they did Zuckerberg just a bunch of bullshit well because for for good reason there there's a for a lot of us like that, that see it we know what it was like there was a there was things that for example I mean like we're in Florida so we could talk about it, but uh, uh, you know former president trump right like he would say something and like it would be totally you know censored or whatever Surprised. um but then someone would say somebody even a celebrity set would say things about you know hurting trump or all like you know anything against trump it would it would be allowed mm -hmm. it would be censored so if you say anything about hurting trump you know you would be applauded right and then Anything Trump said that wasn't, you know, what what the media said it was like. No, no, no. so there was a lot of weird things with Twitter, and uh, obviously, for me, it, it was very heart heartbreaking that a president, a U.S. president, was censored on a social media That's platform. Crazy. I don't think it was Dempsey though. I don't. I think Dempsey had Oof. good intentions. I really do originally, but what, I Dorsey think, <clears throat> Dorsey. I would yeah. say his name wrong, but I think the board just took over i really don't yeah. think and the reason why i believe that is because he and elon are talking a lot mm -hmm. like they're in a lot of communication they're buying oh, a lot of software okay. uh kind of to make it more of a competitor to like, it, facebook got it, got it. and the other ones and even youtube like they're mm -hmm. they're gonna have video and, and everything else so the fact that him and and uh darcy right that that they keep communicating i think that the board just pushed him out and then the board just let's just say say what it is the board went left all the way all the way anything right suppressed anything left let's let's bump it up and i i don't think that that was dorsey i don't think dorsey's some perfect angel or anything but i i don't right, think right, that right. that's what he meant twitter to be right but when you have a board and you see elon who's a little bit more up there iq wise if he's even from fucking earth right Alien. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Yeah. If there's one person that yeah. might be, it's him. Yeah. Do all that at once. <laughs> but when they tried to give him a board seat, he was like, oh, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. You're not playing me with that. Did you see that? Mm -hmm. He turned that down because he knew then he doesn't have, he can't make the biggest decision because now he's on the board. Yeah. So then he has to answer to the board as well. So that's why he went buy the whole thing. Bought the whole thing. But even after he bought the whole thing, they offered him a position on the board. And he said, no, nah, mm -hmm. nah, I want to stay owner. Right, because then he's got the fifty-one or whatever percent. Well, what happens with Steve Jobs was the same thing. He yeah. got kicked out by his board. Yep. Uh, a lot of, Crazy. I don't know what happens when see when companies go public and they 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 do their corporate stuff. There's a lot of, because uh, you see all these CEOs, they so Steve Jobs only owned like ten percent of Apple. Yeah, and so like I don't really know how these 
So what the board owns most of it anyway? Yeah. So I don't know. I, yeah, because when you're curious. whenever you're on the board like that, mm-hmm. so Steve Jobs is the face of it. Right. He, really, he he's was, Apple. Because remember they kicked, they fired yeah, yeah, him yeah, and then he fired. came back. You know, because Apple went to nothing. Yeah, it went to nothing without. You know. Him. So when you're on the board and you vote on something, mm-hmm. there's ten people in in the room. Even if you're the right. the owner, you have you don't have the fifty one percent. Right. You know, you have fifty percent. Mm-hmm. So then you, the other 50% can be made up of the board. And if tied at 50, right. it goes draw because one person has that 50%. Mm-hmm. So say there's 10. One person has 50%. The other nine make up the 50%. If it's tied at 50, right, it's a mm-hmm. draw. The favor goes to the nine mm-hmm. with the 50% because only that one person is voting the 50%. Right. You, you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's why it's important to have 51. That's why Elon said, no, not going on the board. Right, right, Otherwise, right. he would have been 50 and right. everything, it would have been like politics. Yeah, subject to whatever. If you're red, blue's going to go against it even if it's good. Right. If you're blue, even if it's good, red's going to go against it and then it goes nowhere. And that's what would have happened with Twitter if he would have went on that board. Mm. But you're playing with Elon Musk. You're not playing with uh, Dorsey yeah. or... Zuckerberg or John Doe, you're playing with a guy who's way ahead. I think it's great news for the platform. Fantastic news. I think it's great news. And life in general, too, really. Yeah. And society. And he's not doing it for money. We all know that. You know? So if I want to go to the retreat, I sign up. It's three days. How much is, How I much vetting do you do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> what did you say? How, how much? How much vetting? Like, do you really vet a lot about who who you allowed to come to the oh. retreat? Yeah, so we we have a very unique interview process, and we have to do that because at retreats we all pretty much hang out together. So you want people that are on, on the same, the same vibe, page. yeah, same page, same goals in a general in a general um, direction. I feel so. Yeah, we do have a, a very specific interview process when it comes to prospects coming to retreats normally we have people that reserve their spaces but you can look at all the entire programming that we have for the retreat on the webpage. and yeah i'm excited i'm excited to see people in november we have you know spots you know being taken up and yeah we have a great team so rob can you pull up by uh, Tommy's webpage and go to the retreat yep. while I ask him what he thinks about the pyramids because he never answered me. But I forgot about that, didn't you? <laughs> so how well, how do you think the pyramids came about? If you had to take one guess, how do you think? Uh, it was definitely a higher consciousness than than the human consciousness Hi, my name is for me. Oh, oh, I had like the... the right. Yeah, you can... <laughs> yeah, that's all good. We'll um, play it we'll play before we go. Yeah, so what I think, uh, there's there's a lot of speculations and documentaries I've seen about the pyramids. Some people say that they're actually power, they were power plants. So they they supplied power to Egypt. Um, there weren't tombs. So uh, yeah, I think that that you would have to define what they what they were used for to know what they are, because they were told to us as tombs where right. pharaohs are buried. But um. I think one researcher pointed out that when you go to tombs, there's usually a lot of painting decorations on the wall, and when you go to the pyramids, there's no, there's, it's not decorated. It's not meant for for you to come and visit a tomb. Um, so, 
I don't know much about this. There's there's obviously ongoing things, but I'm fascinated by it, particularly because I love African culture. Being from Dominican Republic, I'm I am African European. That's it. Like that's. The that's make, what you are, bro. <laughs> make, makeup of the, yeah, the makeup of the island is Africans and Europeans. So um, it's fascinating to me. So I studied Egypt and Ethiopia, where they also have pyramids as well. Um, you think aliens? Nah. No? Nah, I think it was I built think... somehow. You think maybe that civilization at that time was I think, way more advanced than we I think, thought? Yeah, I think uh, possibly with higher technology. Uh, one of the things that someone mentions, um, man, we're getting down the rabbit hole, but basically they found no burn marks in Egyptian sites. So meaning like there uh, there was no lighting of a torch to be uh, able to building. see. See what I'm saying? Yeah, so, no, I follow. So I mean like how, how were they, these guys had, uh, there's actually a hieroglyph of uh, an Egyptian holding a huge light bulb. Uh, I've seen that hieroglyph. I saw that too. I don't know if you want to pull it up, but you can. Uh, th- but basically... It lets you. It lets me know that there's more. How, how do? How would I? I saw it too. How would you search for that? Uh, Just put like Egyptian light bulb hieroglyph. And I think you should be able to pop it up. It's crazy. And I've seen. I've seen really cool stuff with. See, with I'm, that. I'm with you. I think it's either aliens, and every you know when you say aliens, it sounds like so crazy. Other life or more advanced life, or they were way more advanced than we know. Look! 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 Yeah, I know. That's just so crazy when you look at this stuff. See? That's definitely light light bulb. Yep, that's a fucking light bulb. Click on that one there. Okay. Yep. The yeah. Dendera light. Tommy, you're on point. That's a different one. But I saw one similar like that. And then they got... See, that's got to be a that's, snake. That looks like a coil inside of a, of a glass bulb, really. It looks like a snake, though, right? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Well, that's how, how it... How yeah. like the light bulbs of uh, ancient times where they had this coil thing in the in the middle. You know, if we could take that picture, Tommy, and break down what that really meant, shit, we'd understand things a lot more than we do now. And my kid would say he's got a big pecker, but <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely gifted. <laughs> maybe that's why I was holding maybe his light. <laughs> maybe it is. Maybe maybe, maybe it came from his right side right. leg. Hey. <laughs> Good for him. You, you gotta you gotta live in that shitty time period. Hey, turn the power on. I, I feel bad for his queen or girl. Oh man, or his, his mate. That's hilarious. Yeah, his mates were running to what's the closest thing to Egypt? No, the, the desert. They ran to the desert when it was mating season when he was around. <laughs> they were like, "Fuck it, I'll burn up." There's a little bit of water here from the cactus once in a while. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, you don't you don't really know what it is. Isn't that amazing? We, we like, just when you look at what that, that is. That, what do you think the girl's doing there? Like in your mind, Tommy, having met these extremely smart people that look at the world in a different way. When you look at, I assume that's a girl, with a ball on her head under his wiener or light. Like, like what is what? What do you think the meaning is of of the girl? With she's the, she's trying to keep it together. She's, <laughs> she's, trying, to, she's trying to bounce. <laughs> she's, she's trying to bounce his wiener with the ball. Right. Trying to let it do its thing. Uh, yes. And I guess I guess she couldn't do enough, so they had to get the other guy from outside to come back in. And, See, <laughs> and, no, but uh, there's a uh, there's a uh, man. So many documentaries that speak about like uh, these hieroglyphs, airplanes. Um, found, they, they they found like this little golden airplane. In, in the Colombian rainforest. It's like, how is this possible? Like, I think if uh, if I'm being honest, 
the history, like I said, with the movie Mystery of the Sphinx, the history of mankind is more than one hell of a movie. The the history of mankind is not what we think, in my opinion. Hell no. So so that's that's what I that's what I feel. I, I don't know. I know as much as everybody, right? Like that knows. Uh, you have these secrets, I guess. Yeah, but, you have guesses, and you you try to put the facts that we have together. Yeah, and but ultimately, I don't. Nobody really knows. No, and 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 that's actually a powerful thing. When when COVID hit, it really lets you know that we can only do what we have control over. That's the only thing that we can do. Tyler and I were talking about it so many times. Like, oh, man, what happens if they decide for the passports and the, the this and that? What happens if they don't let us travel? Like, all we could do is keep doing what we're doing. And that's how we've lived our days. So we just like, all we can do is continue to offer our services to people, whatever. And that's what we've been doing. I, I don't have a lot of opinions in politics. I don't have a lot of opinions in a lot of things because I've decided to... Uh, yeah just to try to everything's trying to grab your energy nowadays like you look at i mean just spend a couple minutes in social media and everything's trying to grab your attention mm-hmm. and i feel like i feel like focusing on what you can do is the most powerful thing that you can do well you know i really. I, I always say this <laughs> and it still relates to what you're doing yeah. you know while we're worried about green and other people's war and all this bullshit these other countries are just getting smarter and smarter by the second while we just get dumber and dumber and dumber. Think about these other countries yeah. that you've been to, that they thought that we were some powerhouse. Now we're worried about green energy and, and inflating to the moon and, mm-hmm. and houses are double the cost and what a kid wears to school. And if you have two bathrooms or three bathrooms, these yeah. powerful yeah, countries yeah. are looking at us like, what the hell yeah. are these idiots yeah. doing? Thank you. Now we're going to just, while you're worried about you know fossil fuels, we're just going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. And that's what's happening. You know it and I know it. Yeah. And that's a scary thing. Yeah. I think the other day I was I was looking at a video and I was laughing with, with Tyler. And, and we were just looking at these. The girl that farted in a, in a, in a No, a no, no. I was just messing that, with that, that, that is pretty funny. She but no, we're looking, we're looking at these Russian people <laughs> training in the woods with like with bears yeah. Like there's this guy getting punched like like you know he's training and he's getting punched and there's like a bear like hanging out in the background and and you know like a lot of these people out in the world other countries some of these some of these countries are not messing around Russia is not one of them. And I mean while while you have all these some Russian men like going out there training with bears and stuff you have you know people here debating about how many bathrooms we should be having, right? And so while and, they're training with bears, and if you think that masculinity that, is yeah. is uh, masculinity, I think here is is being greatly, greatly undermined, destroyed. You mean destroyed? <laughs> yeah. Masculinity is getting yeah. Destroyed. So so my father, to me, he's like a patriarch. So you know, he's a, a retired general. Of the Dominican Republic. Imagine what he's he, thinking. Yeah. He play, you know, he 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 has his uh his group of friends. He bikes. He you know he builds stuff. That's my father, and that's like my figure of of comparison. And so I've always looked at him as an alpha figure, right? So I think having having that reference in my life has helped me 
from making shitty decisions. Well, because you had an alpha male. That's right. Why. Exactly. Like I, I had yeah. my father, you know, even though my parents are divorced, he's still my father and mm-hmm. he's still very much present in my life. So I think that um, now being partially raised by my, by my mom, you know, seeing how my mom tried to take on these, these roles of like, no, I'm the man and the, and the woman. And I think that that, for me, that, that, that was a, my, my relationship with my mom started getting deteriorated because of that. Whereas where my mom was just my feminine mother and my father was my masculine father, that dynamic worked better for my, for my mom and the way that I saw my mom. And I think that a lot of women here in the U.S. that are single and single, you know, with a child, they often want to get praised for Father's Day. Mm-hmm. And said, oh, I'm the father and the mother. And like, that's actually really hurtful. And I think that lack of masculinity is in a way what's bringing a lot of us down because that's what's raising the next generation. So I think that for me, you know, seeing, you know, families from the Dominican Republic coming over here and traveling other places and living in Ecuador for a while have made me see different cultures and different ways of family dynamics. But I feel that, uh, you know, when it comes to health and, and well-being, you know, masculinity is, is very important. And, uh, you know, here in the U.S., a lot of people, when they view it from the feminist standpoint, they look at it as toxic masculine. Um, but in reality... Uh, feminism is a, is a tricky thing because there's different waves of it. There's not it's not just one thing, mm-hmm. and uh, it's caused a lot of issues in my in my opinion. This is a, in my opinion. It's caused I a lot agree of with issues. your opinion a hundred percent. Just because of the way that it's it's changed our women and yeah. and I think that uh, and if, men yeah men more so yeah you know. of course because see now. See, see now there's a there's a whole thing with it because men don't know how to act, and then women don't really know that they want they need they need men to act a certain way for them to because you know women don't want just another girlfriend, you know, like that's uh, yeah I know I know what you're saying. They they want a a, a man like a you know, um, um, what makes men attractive to, to the opposite sex. Like for me, I, I, I can only speak for myself, but I know that there's things that make the opposite sex attractive to me, like women, you know, the being girly, like doing the girly things and all that. that I find that attractive, but I'm not attracted to a, a woman that is overly masculine. Like building a house, like shit like that, right? Well, there's like, I don't know about, because you could have a good time. I think it's more like the attitude. Good time building the house. <laughs> I'm not gonna have no. I'm not gonna have a good time. And, then, and, and then she goes and tells everybody that she built the house, and I look like the biggest, you know, schmuck that ever lived. <laughs> Wait, your girl built the house? There's couples that do things I'm, together I'm not, and stuff, but not build a house. but but yeah, like I I I agree with you. There's a, there's there's just like an overstimulation of masculine women. I think. Well, you know, like my, my grandfather, you know, right from Italy. And I was told from a young age, and I believe Rob was too, you're, you know, they back then they were nuts. You're here to reproduce, protect, reproduce, protect, provide. That's all I heard. Reproduce, protect, provide. Period. As a man? Yeah. Reproduce, protect, provide. That You do those three things, Tommy, I'll be happy. That's what I fucking heard. But, you know, people from other right. countries are different because over there and, you know, in the Dominican, that's what the men do. They work three jobs, reproduce, 
bang, have kids, protect, mm-hmm. make sure nobody, you know, hurts the kids or your wife. And the wife is feminine. And provide. You work to have the money to take care of. And the woman takes care. I mean, this is, you know, hell, but they were, you know, women were, had a different position. That's how it is in like almost any species, I believe. I mean, it's not about fish or anything like that, but. Right. You know. Some uh, of the smartest. They they found that a crow was the smartest. And I think to to Tommy's point, um, you know, you need a a male figure, a father figure, and a female figure, a mother figure in a a person's life. And, And things happen like. People pass away. We get that. Um, that's where an uncle steps in, a grandfather steps in, mm. a football coach, right. a teacher. But they fill a role that, you know, unfortunately things happen in life that can fill that father figure or fill that mother figure. Because you need a mother too. I need a motherly figure. Right. Yeah, you but need if both. You don't have, yeah. if you don't have the father figure, I, my opinion always is you unfortunately see kids and it's not their fault either. They don't have that father figure. It's really not their fault. Dad's either left at a young age, abandoned them, they passed away, that happens too, and they don't have the guy. The mom can try all she wants. Still it just doesn't dad. have the same effect as the dad putting you in line, and that's unfortunately why I think you see a lot of issues with children uh, when they don't have that father figure. But that's, mm-hmm. my, that's my talk. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it all it all impacts the way that, um, that we see the world today. I think, you know, everything that's taking place, and, you know, just to kind of reiterate how we even got here it's like i saw these russian these russian guys like training with bears and you're like what the hell this is is like this is like uh some some things that we're not used to where like a lot of women now would call toxic masculinity or whatever and i think i mean this is a, a topic that for me um as i've opened myself into the wellness space i've seen so many different things where uh you know realizing that Mo- the 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 beings that change the most are women you know like nowadays you know look at instagram i mean how many how many girls do you think are marriage potential when you're looking at girls that are like showing themselves almost naked all the time i mean like you know uh, girls nowadays you know they have d- dms from all these different people <laughs> like uh you know yeah like that, right now it's true yeah right now like all these rappers you know they could they could dm any girl that and that's it like before when my grandparents were getting married like (laughs) you know everything was was what everybody talked about in in the neighborhood and and, you know you, you found that someone was a good man and you married that person and that's it but now like i can speak to a girl in india i can speak to a girl in india i can speak to a girl in australia you know, like where you want. What the hell? Yeah. Like the times have changed, and I and I think that in, you a, in a lot them, of ways, in a lot of you ways, you don't even know them. You marry them, and they take you all your money. See that? That's another <laughs> that's conversation. What the fuck happens? <laughs> For men, I found, and maybe we'll do another episode yeah. another time. But I would love to do a, a men's wellness, you know, topic focus because there's so much things that men don't know that don't apply to 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 women that apply to us as men, right? Um, one of the things that I'll mention is that in a lot of in a lot of cases of sexual transmitted things, women are carriers. A lot of women don't even feel symptoms. Men, you hear that? A lot of women don't <laughs> feel symptoms, and men do. Yeah. So you know, women they can have something, they can give it, pass it to a guy, but the guy will feel the symptoms, and the woman doesn't. So like, you know, women and men are different. We're different biologically. We're different in the way that we think. We're different in a lot of ways, and. 
I think that feminism is wrong and, and, you know, for saying that women can do what men can do. And that's not true. Men cannot do what women can do. And women cannot do what men can do. Period. That's it. We're both different, yeah. unique, amazing beings. And when we come together, we create life. So yeah. I think I think that, uh, you know, Dr. Sebi was a lover of women. And, you know, he mentioned how much the energy of women is important in the healing process. And I do think that women are just more nurturing, you know, and more kind in a way that, that men can be when it comes to nursing someone or like taking well, care of somebody. It. They have that you know? motherly instinct, yeah. which then does what? It's going to put off pheromones. Right. Right. And we all know that pheromones are real. Right. Yeah. So if, if good pheromones are coming off that motherly pheromones, mm-hmm. you can't replace that. Right. Right. You can't. Right. You, you were in her belly for nine right. months, eight months, however many. You know what I mean? And even if it's a stepmom, you mm-hmm. still you still feel that it's your mom. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. say your mom passed or whatever it may be, you still look for your mom. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you get that pheromone feeling from a mom that you'll never get from any man. You know, right, but right, then you right. get that pheromone feeling from a man that you would never get from a woman, right? Exactly. Exactly. So, what do you want people to know that watches about you, your brand? what you have to offer and what's coming in the future. Right. Well, and all of this will be in the description, all the links and everything else. So, you know, everybody can get vetted to possibly go on the retreat or go online and do a couple of things. One-on-one with Tyler, whoever knows Tyler (laughs) and uh, Tommy. Yeah. Well, well, thank you so much for having me. It's been a wonderful time to chat, to get to know you and, and to share my experience in this podcast. What I want people to know is that, I created Sunray Wellness to honor my teachers, my mentors. My program, Fasting with the Masters, honors the teachings that have laid the foundation to the health and lifestyle that I live today. The fact that I enjoy good health and, you know, uh, savor it every day is due to the fact that I worked hard with my teachers to make it so. And even still, there's always new things, new heights, new progressions, new things to implement you know, implement and, and to, uh, share with others. Uh, For me, I'm really excited to be doing this work, you know, to be helping people at a mineral level. And it's exciting to help all kinds of people, you know, no matter if they're plant-based or not. And it's been exciting to see these results. I want people to know that my books, Fasting with the Masters, the set of books, all three of them, are available in the description so people can check it out. I'm available to have a strategy session with people that are interested. And if uh, they want to meet me in person or work long distance in a program, no matter where you are in the world, you can do that. And and everything will be available right here. Um, <laughs> excuse me. That's okay. So I have my my song, Fasting with the Masters, came out. And it's on iTunes, Spotify, and uh, you can also watch the music video on on uh, the description. That's on my YouTube page. So I want people to connect with the culture, with the song. It doesn't matter if you, you know, never get a product from me or never talk to my team or do a program. You can listen to the music. You can catch a vibe. You can tune into the story, you know, and uh, it's there for people to to see that there's a way to balance the body in a natural way 
There's options. There's, There's options. options. Yeah. And <laughs> and yeah, just uh just to share that I've had a great conversation today. And uh, you know, I hope that everybody that watched it and hopped on really found some truths about natural healing. Dr. Sabi, all of this mystery we talked about, the pyramids. <laughs> <laughs> and we just touched the top, you yeah, know, just just the, the basis. Pull up hit, uh, Tommy's podcast. We forgot to hit that. You got your podcast. Yeah. I have, it, that, I have that's some... an easy way for people to get into it. You know? Right, right, right. I do have some episodes there. So I put Dr. Sabi in there as well. So our interview is there so in English. On Spotify? On which, Spotify. which one's Dr. Sabi? Because you know that's what everybody... It should be. It's there on the title. Um, okay. We should find it. It's one among the first. So if you're listening to this um, and not watching it, you want to go to, he's there on everything, is. but yeah. Spotify, Wellness Revolution. And if you want to listen to uh, Tommy with Dr. Sabi, Sabi, it's uh, Arrangement of Life. Yes, I know I messed mm -hmm. it up. No, it's all With special guest, Dr. Sabi. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I had a quick. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So that, um, that in that episode, I basically do a little intro. But I take the clip, the original clip of us talking the first time that we met. So it's really exciting. Fantastic. And you have that on Spotify, Apple. Yeah, yeah. You have it there. on all of them, right? All the platforms that do podcasting, it should be up. And um, yeah, we're doing a lot of different things, looking to get more active on YouTube. I have YouTube videos about how to detox the body and, you know, different types of things. I'm mainly active on Instagram for... For these little updates, I do post a lot of different things. So. Yeah, pull, uh, Rob, pull up uh, Tommy's Instagram so we can make sure that that gets out there too. Because that, that's that's where you say you're most active, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we'll pull that up. I, I looked at it; it's good. What do you think Spotify is going to do? You know, they just purchased fucking know. how much did he say? They purchased forty. Forty million dollars worth of salt. They bought microphone. I don't know if you know what that is, but microphone mm. is no. it's they like franchise it out. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> First off, it's expensive. It's of that forty million, it was probably thirty. Mm. And what microphone is? It's it's basically the software that YouTube uses to be YouTube. The mm. comments, the likes, the views, mm. the downloads, the watch time, all that stuff. That all is from microphone. Mm. The, the software microphone and Spotify bought it. So mm. you can bet your ass that they're going to implement. I think in one year you're going to see Spotify doing videos, videos with everybody. I think like podcast videos. Yeah. I think it will be like a, a YouTube. I think it will be mm. YouTube, but better. And I think Twitter with Elon stepping in maybe a year and a half because he can't do much for six. I think Twitter will, will be number one killing Facebook Instagram, Instagram, it will be Twitter, and it will be uh, Spotify. Mm. Twitter will be a little bit of a delay because that initial, when he uncensors things, and he's going to, you know, we know that. Right, he's right. going to. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a little bit of a, uh, you know, a trans, like a transformation because at first people are going to, you know, you're going to get your assholes and everything else until you have a way to vet them out. And what I've been reading and some of the software that, He's purchased. Mm -hmm. So if you have, if you're a bot, you buy a bot just to be a jerk off, right? Right, right. So you know, like the blue check thing is the big thing. Well, he's gonna make it where if you're real, you have a blue check. Mm. Okay. So then you give like your social, your date of birth, whatever it may be, to validate that you're real. You don't mm. need to be famous or whatever. Blue check means you're real. 
non-blue check, that means it's, you're a bot, mm. you're a troll, whatever it may be. And that way he doesn't need to censor. He doesn't need to waste his time in censoring that part of it. Because if you're real, you'll fill the, because everybody wants the blue check, right? right? Just because he makes it where you just fill it out doesn't mean people aren't going to want it. Mm-hmm. If you're real, you have a blue check. And if mm. you're not, because a robot at this point, yeah, yeah, it's not and, and you can put in the algorithm in the code where they can catch it. Like, so if you make the robot go to do it, it's not that it can't do it or the bot. The bot can fill out forms, mm-hmm. but the algorithm will catch it. Mm. And the only way it can catch it is by the form. Mm. And then if you're real, you have a blue check. So everybody's like, well, how are you going to censor this, that? Well, there's your answer. Got it. You know? And I think with that, once that transition's over, and it's tough because, you know, you're going to have people say stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. And it will turn political because you have the political people coming up with the blue check yeah. saying crazy things to say, see, I told you Elon shouldn't have done this. You know what I mean? But once that levels out, Twitter and Spotify are going to be the two spots. And then you got the metaverse coming. Well, that's and then the whole yeah. game fucking changes. I'm excited, honestly. I don't think it's it's uh, it's gonna be for the worse. You know, I think we're taking a turn for the good. I think that part's for the good until the AI and the nukes. Then we just end ourselves. <laughs> what Tig say? Two years. Mm. Yeah. So if somebody knows, he would know. So here's your uh, Instagram, Tommy Lockwood. Yeah. Alkaline detox fasting, and and I think Tommy, before we end this real quick, the the biggest thing, in my opinion. It's not just about fasting Mm -hmm. because I think that's the thing with this. It's not just fasting because when people see fasting, it's like, oh, fasting, I'm not going to starve myself. Fuck this, right? Right, right, right. Fasting is just a small part of what you do. You could say it's detoxing. Detoxing, yeah. And then there's different ways to go about it, but it's the same thing. I was trying to help you out so that when yeah, somebody yeah, sees fasting, you. they're not just thinking I have yeah. to starve myself. No, I know. Yeah. I know. It's yeah. a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll scroll down, Rob. And if there's anything you want him to stop on, we'll just freeze through it. That is cool how you have all the scales and everything. Oh, yeah. I, I, I definitely post a few things here and there. If you want to click the that little one in the middle, uh-huh. uh, the one up top from there. That one, it shows you the, the little bit of the clip. Like this play, Rob? Mm-hmm. It's like Bob Marley, kind of, right? Kind of a beat. Yeah, it's it's reggae. That's on iTunes, Spotify, and more. So you yeah. can download it. Yeah. That's a real, Fasting that's a real relaxed song. You know what that reminds me of? You could take the... the look, Rob, Rob, you want to blunt? You want to blunt? Join? Roll? What would you like? <laughs> that reminds me of roll one up and light it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean... It, We're in Florida. We could say that. A lot of people, <laughs> you know, they, they associate reggae music to that. I think it's, it has a great message for, for relaxing, chilling... You so the whole video tells you the the visual story of of how I came to be right so That's tells so you cool. tells you how I met my teacher like what it looked like what he gave me and then it's it's a really fascinating music video uh, my buddy worked really hard to make it happen. That's so cool. Yeah. Definitely check out his Instagram. You'll see it. It's cool. <laughs> if if you even if you just go on his Instagram, read it and. Have a good time, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what's What's about. your opinion on uh, marijuana, real quick? 
I think cannabis is a, a beautiful medicine, you know. And in my interview with Dr. Sebi, he talks about how in Ecuador they have a book called Hierbas Medicinales of Ecuador, which means uh, uh, herbal medicines of Ecuador. They mention cannabis as a, you know, a treatment for more than 40 illnesses. Really? Yeah. Um, so I believe it. I, I do. Cash app. Go to cash.app. Cash app. The easiest way to send money, spend money, save money, and buy cryptocurrency. Cash App believes in providing everyone with access to important financial services so they can fully participate in the economy. Sign up today for Cash App. Use the code MSCS. Additionally, once signed up, create an invite code. When a friend uses the invite code and sends $5 or more from a newly created Cash App account, another bonus will arrive within 14 days. That's cash.app or download the app and sign up. Cash App. You can juice cannabis leaves. You can make the flower into a tea. You can make oil out of the flower. It doesn't have to be smoke, you know, smoking cannabis or any of that that people know. Um, smoking blunt. There's a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah, I think that I think that um, it's powerful. You can use the oils for things in the Bible, in the Old Testament. There's, there's uh, you see the the word marijuana does not exist in the old way of speaking so the word cannabis is it's a the original word so in the bible in the old testament you would find certain instances where god tells moses to put together holy oils and he says add this add, th add that and there's one word in there that a lot of people have uh, a lot of researchers have talked about and i've seen you know different talks on this where the word uh calamus is is there and they say that that's actually um, a version of cannabis. And also they have in the Bible something that says sweet cane. Oh, look, um, add the sweet cane or kana, which essentially the the original word in the Old Testament is kana balsam. So Hebrew scholars talk about how there's cannabis in, in the Old Testament. And it's Was like, the sugar thing coke? Was, was that? Was the sugar stick or whatever that they were talking about in there cocaine? No, I was gonna no, say what, no, no, sweet, weed? sweet cane, like, uh, <laughs> like sweet cane, like cannabis. Tommy, I was thinking weed, coke, coke, DMT already naturally occurring at the time, and fucking mushrooms. Jeez, these guys must have had a hell of a time. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, doesn't they, sound so bad back then anymore. I don't know where it was, what city, <laughs> but they they found like some pottery where they had like like a mixture of mushrooms in there, like. You know that we've we've been dabbling with psychedelics. Oh yeah, it was, it was everywhere in Jerusalem. Strong, strong, and DMT was naturally occurring in your brain at that time. I mean, yeah. it is. We we dream when we dream. We that's DMT. When we die, like you talked no, about when you earlier, you dream is REM. DMT's there, but it's not active anymore. Mm. It used to be active, like back in the day. When you dream now, when you actually have like a real dream, it's mm -hmm. REM. That's REM sleep, and that's what puts you into the dream. The DMT's there, but we don't need it anymore because we're not going up against tigers and lions and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Back then, it was naturally occurring rapidly because you would have to have the balls to go up and kill a tiger. So a tiger you would go up to to kill, it would know you're afraid of it. It's going to eat you. Mm -hmm. But a tiger can feel, you know, it can sense that you have no fear. Mm-hmm. So it's going to think twice about attacking you if it it doesn't know that if you're mm -hmm. bigger than it or it's bigger than you, it senses that there's no fear in you. Mm -hmm. 
So then it will walk away and caveman or man can kill the thing with the DMT shooting out and probably about, I don't know, pocket full of mushrooms on his way to go kill the, the thing. It sounds funny, but it's true. If you research it, really, it's true. Honestly, God, I wouldn't bullshit you. Yeah, no, I, 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 think I wish that DMT was still currently active so I could know what the hell it's like. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I never read that it's not currently active anymore. I, I, from what I understand, um, Tyler has a book on it called DMT Spirit Molecule. They do say that, uh, that, um, that yeah, when we're born. We excrete DMT, but when we die, also like uh, as we're dying, we're tripping on DMT. So they say. Remember, I have an open mind. So if you can find me something that yeah. that like a real like study that that shows that it, it's still active now, I would be, I would love to read it. Yeah, I, I, I have I an open so. mind with everything. I think um, there's see there's there's so there's so many plants that have DMT and that you can use. Right, but um, I'm talking DMT in the brain. Right, no right. plant, just you're right, sitting right, here right, right now, right, right. it's naturally occurring. That's, I'm not saying like you take something to make it occur. I'm just saying yeah. like we're sitting here and it's not naturally occurring like mm-hmm. it was then. That's all. Mm. I I don't know. Oh, I check wouldn't it out. know. Check it out. I we'll wouldn't throw know. back of what we can find. No, I, I I'm curious about this. Is actually very interesting to me because um, there's there's a, a lot of people that speak about ancient Earth being quite different in in you know atmosphere and uh, conditions and you know when when there's people that speak about their DMT experience, they they always mention how tapped in they are with the animals and this and this. So, you know, it, it almost makes it seem like... Um, what I'm saying makes sense? No, I, I think <laughs> it does make sense. Yeah. I mean, I think that um, when you take these substances, they, they take you to an ancient thing. I don't know how to explain it, but when I took ayahuasca for the first time, I felt that I that I had done it before. It felt familiar to me. Familiar is is a, is a good word, but um, yeah, I think that the DMT molecule—they call it the spirit molecule—I think it's very important to human development. Hell yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's the only way we evolve so quick. Mm. Or an alien came down and got bored and said, "Look, you guys need to speed it up." One well, of the two. <laughs> the, the the thing about it is, it's not even far from the truth. Because look, mushrooms and cannabis and all these different substances they're different than ayahuasca so ayahuasca is the only one of the only plant medicines that you need to mix two things to make it happen so like how do these indigenous people know out of all the plants in the amazon you take that one and you take this one and you boil it for eight hours and then you get the ayahuasca drink i mean that some some people say the more you get into this the indigenous people would say themselves that they got their knowledge from the stars and you would you would i'm not even joking this is actually a common thing the more you go back in civilization like all almost all civilizations they say that they got their knowledge from all from other beings all of them they all do they all the all, all of them. them they either mention they mention in a different way usually a star like right. you said or, or they'll they'll come up with a name that that isn't known and the only way you can take an educated guess as to what they're referring to would be other life yeah yeah and and i mean you see you see it in the ancient texts that i had to study for school i mean that's literally what they talk about as far as back you go eventually they say yeah like we got these brothers and sisters from the stars they showed us how to do this 
unbelievable. It really is. And that's one of the mysteries behind ayahuasca that I find so fascinating because all the other substances like peyote, San Pedro, cannabis, mushrooms, they're they're inherently valuable. So you take San Pedro as is and you use it. But ayahuasca goes through this very interesting process and you you have to have higher knowledge of botany yeah to really make this happen and a lot of people don't know this uh, i'm fascinated with ancient cultures that's why i can hold my own with this and one of the things that really blew my mind and i'll say this to the audience so that way you know and this has to do with healing by the way i don't think it's unrelated because the more you realize that there's things that we haven't been taught the more you can open your mind in this day and age right now, the more you can open yourself to the possibilities. Because in the 70s, um, there's anthropologists that went to study this tribe in Africa called the Dogon. And they had a very intricate map of the stars that only later with the telescope you could see. And it was right. And it was right. How fucked up is that? It was right. 100% on point. And you can't... Yes or no? It was 100% on point. You can't see it with your naked eye, but these these people in Africa, these tribesmen (laughs) knew that Sirius had a binary star. And and we only figured it out when we got telescopes. And and these people knew it, like, even before we even had telescopes. And so that that's I cannot put when I saw that I I, I literally will, wow. like you, you you have to look at it yeah. twice and then Google it seventeen times to make sure that it's right right yeah. I mean we don't we don't really know a lot of things including yeah. about the human history and the body and I think that right now is an interesting time and that's why wellness is taken off the way it is because we're realizing that man things are not the way we think that they are. The body does heal with frequency. The body does heal with good water. The body does heal with rest and love. And, you know, you know, if, if plants respond to our words, think about how we respond to our own words, our own beliefs about ourselves and about who we are, you know? And, and I think that if you, you know this, right? Like, you know, the difference between people that are successful, they come here, they, they, people that are successful they just believe that they they, they are mm-hmm. they have a certain thing about them and i think that that's what we need to bring into healing because the body can heal and you know we have sometimes mental blocks that mislead us and that's why mentors for me were were a big part of my teaching uh and a part of my lesson because when i met dr sabi and other healers their presence because their their presence was already polarized into into being, you know, great healers. You you can be around them, and you already start to feel that you're healing. And remember, he's already polarizing your mind before you even meet him. Exactly. So mentally, he's already this big, huge thing to you. That's why Doctor Savi, mm-hmm. when people went to see him, they a lot of them recovered because when you were in his presence, it'd be like cancer, no no worries. I got you. You're going to recover. And you know the, what I'm saying? And right. Like, and then the difference with him was they believed him. It's just like if somebody's right. an addict, right? And Joe Blow, who's the counselor, he says, Tommy, no more drugs. Right. Don't do them. They're bad for you. You're going <laughs> to say, fuck you and run as fast as you can. But if your favorite actor or Dr. Sabi comes, who's, you know, you look up to or whoever you look up to. More says, inclined to listen. Tommy, no. How about you stop the drinking? You you stop the mushrooms for a while. You're gonna listen to Sabi because he's you look up to him, right? Mm-hmm. He's kind of like a role model, right? Same thing with this. So that's actually what the movie, the Heal documentary, points out 
a lot of the weight that happens is that when a client feels or someone going through an illness feels that they're being cared for by their by someone who's watching over them they heal faster so when 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 dr sabi started to work with people and even when i do just it's tough i mean look look at the overload of information you can go in there right now to webmd webmd and feel like you're you're dying with the <laughs> symptoms that you can get anything yeah. so the the people are getting overwhelmed and so when they come to me they say i trust you i trust you you you're going to give me everything that i need and that's it and so just by doing that alone that surrender people have less stress and people trust and they go forward and that's how my best clients get the results and i find that it's a combination of things like i said in, in the human body it's it's more than just the formula because i feel like a lot of people are wondering like about that like no i want to know dr sabi's formulas it's like you know it's not about that it's about the heart of a healer like the reason why dr sabi was able to do so much is because he had the heart of a healer so he went through the whole healing process himself and that's what led him to the conclusions that he got now people that are trying to recreate that for the sake of fame okay. or for the sake of doesn't work uh, doesn't work yeah doesn't work so like the heart i think it's an important thing intention is important and i'm looking forward to the wellness space i mean like we we want to expand as a company we want to grow into the tech world as well because we want to be able to to create an application that interacts with with your body that can tell you minerals and stuff like that i think wellness and tech is a great thing and as a company i want to expand you know in that way i want to find out more about the compounds you know eventually have a laboratory and stuff like that and there's a lot more to do a lot more to discover right so right now we're a small team and we're working very hard but diligently and making a difference so we're just grateful for that as long as you don't give up you'll make it might take time <laughs> but as long as you keep grinding you'll make it you'll make it it's your passion as long as you don't care about how long it takes you're doing because you want to you'll make it and you got to come back and we got to go through plants because <laughs> oh, yeah yeah like specific plants but man any anything else thank I'm you for open. your time and i appreciate it. very very interesting anything rob Good stuff, man. Thank you, Tyler. Yeah. Appreciate it. Anything you want to leave on, Tommy? Well, yeah. I mean, I want to say, again, I'm really grateful and honored to everybody that's going to take the time to listen to this and, and share. Um, I'm really honored to have met my teachers and to be sharing the message that I am today. You can you know, talk to me in any way that you find. When you look up social media, you can reach out to me. And yeah, I look forward to helping out and uh looking forward to uh you guys downloading the music looking at the music video because even if you don't do anything like i said it's still medicine music is medicine so i'm gonna keep releasing uh more music like i have shaman a shamanic album that i want to work on uh soon so specifically traditional ceremonial songs more like acoustic and stuff like that and meditations for for healing so I know that you interviewed Tyler here. He he did yoga nidra, so we incorporated a lot of that yoga nidra into our clients. So basically, we we give them sessions for meditation and stuff like that. So we want to do a lot more of these things to give people tools because that's all anybody can ask for, you know, tools in the toolbox. 
So, yeah. so five years down the line and you're in trouble, you know, you, you have the podcast that speak about how to clean your body and how to do all these things. So it's to give tools for people and uh there's all sorts of tools coming out so we're excited you're doing a great thing i'll tell you what it's a good time <laughs> to be doing it too this is the you know you're kind of in that pocket right now you know this is a good pocket to be in at this time with everything going on and how bad things are in reality you know it's a good thing tommy you're doing a good thing i hope you keep at it and everything will be in the description anytime you add something you can always text me i can add it in because you know at the end you could put next video so even a month from now, if you add something, tell me, I'll throw it in because, you, you know, you never know when it will pop up. Sure, know? sure. So well, thank you for your time. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you as always. Appreciate thank you, it. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you.